This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 64 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I'm Bob Collin Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, I don't know about you, but I am a sucker for dream matches. And let me tell you, this week we have a tag team dream match because the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, is teaming up with Jeff Jarrett to take on the NWA world champion, AJ Styles, and Vince Russo. Is this perhaps the biggest dream match that you're ever going to experience in TNA history? Well, you, I mean, I guess technically it is a dream match because of the American dream, but um, I don't know. Like this is this is technically Vince Russo's first time in a match in TNA, right? We haven't seen no, him. No, he was he was, was in he? the he was in the eight man. Oh with like, shit! With like the Road Warriors and Vader, I think, right? Holy Back in like dude. January. Dude, that feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Holy crap. Okay. Well, um, I forgot that happened. But anyways, it <laughs> it uh it does if it honestly feels like a completely different TNA back then. It, it does. Even January, we're yeah. we're just entering October here. So that, I mean, this is pretty crazy. Yeah. But. I mean, if uh, I don't know how excited I am about that match, but it's it's going to happen. I think it's interesting. Do I want to see Dusty beat up Vince Russo? Kinda. So, like in that regard, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, I can't recall if we know a whole lot more about the show. Do you remember what else was announced? I feel like we might know about the X Division title match. I already, believe we know that. Which is Michael Shane defending against Jerry Lynn. Yeah, so, and I believe that's. I think that's it. To what I remember from last week, that is it. But, Bob, I am praying that this show is good. We are on a hot streak. Let's see again. We counted last week. Let's count again because I, I forgot. Yeah. Two, three, four. Oops, I messed up. Hold on. My my things messed up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Bob, we could get ten shows Thumbs up in a row if this doesn't suck. And well, I'm hoping that's the case, but. As I've said, I will probably just say thumbs down to avoid that. No, you cannot ruin the hot streak. And another thing, I mean, when this episode drops, it, if this is bad, it's going to ruin my birthday. This is coming out just days before my birthday, and it will ruin the whole day for me if this show isn't good. So if if you remember this recording on your birthday and how much you disliked it, that's pretty sad. Well, it depends how bad it is. And if it's like pay-per-view number three, I'll remember it and I won't forget it. I'm well I don't think I can forget that either. So yeah. But uh besides what's going on this week. 
Um, as as you uh, all of our listeners have have heard by now, uh, we we switched up our format a bit last week, so we are going to continue that. Uh, we're still looking for your feedback from that because as of this recording, technically that episode's not out. So uh, let us know what you think about <laughs> the format, but we're going to do it again this week. You're you're dealing with it for at least two weeks because we don't know. Potentially, <laughs> potentially three if you don't get to us soon enough. Yeah, I know it's true. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and Bob are, are going to a handful of wrestling shows coming up, so we will be uh, a bit busy, and our recording schedule is getting mixed up a little bit. But so basically, what we're doing in this new format—if you missed last week, or if for some reason you forgot—because you know, just like me and Bob, we forget stuff all the time. Basically, Hour- we're going to hourly. We forget stuff hourly for real. Uh, we're, we essentially we're going to recap. We're going to do some notes about last week's show. We'll touch on explosion and then the rest of the notes, as well as the independent news, we will be doing during the show. Um, and it seemed to flow pretty good last time. I was pleasantly surprised, and I uh, I thought Bob was going to end the podcast when we first were talking about this idea, um, but he he has a victory there. But before he gets too excited, I'm going to bring up the. Um, how much of a fool Bob made me look like on, on Twitter. Um, well, if anything, that's also another victory because I, you know, I, I enjoy making you look like an idiot and actually borderline hurting your feelings. I was a little hurt by this one. I felt, I felt pretty bad and, and I was even convinced. So recently we posted about uh, Daniel and we talked about this on last week's episode. So this is actually really good um, housekeeping in general. As far as we go, you know, going forward. But Daniels has these three disciples with him. We were 100% sure that Nate Webb was one of them. Still are. Confirmed. Nate Webb is there. He's one of the, like, disciples. We were unsure about one of them. And then we were we were dead set that the other was Alter Boy Luke. Well, here here's my thing. Okay. I have to admit something. I was completely just guessing. And listen, I'm looking at the picture again, and you could still convince me it's Alter Boy Luke. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So I recently tagged Nate Webb and Luke Hawks, Alter Boy Luke, um, on Twitter. And he then laughed at us and said, <laughs> and said, that ain't me. Not all bald white dudes in Alter Boy robes look alike. And I didn't want to correct him and say we didn't think you were the bald one. We thought you were the one next to him. Because at that point, I felt so defeated. It didn't matter which one he was. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then, of course, um, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Nate Webb got involved and said, didn't know you were there. And so, anyways, uh, we found out that the bald one, the short bald one, so we got the tall, the tall one with the longer hair is Nate Webb. The short bald one actually is GQ Money, who is uh, his his Twitter hand. Well, his name on Twitter, Ryan Katz. He's a um, he works as a, as a creative producer at the Performance Center currently, so he's still involved in wrestling. Um, and I think he wrestled a lot in XPW and stuff. When I looked, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I was just gonna say, yeah, he was definitely an XPW guy. Yeah, and then. And then uh, after all of this mishap happened, and I I, per- I called Bob out. I said my sources were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill Barons came in with a save because um, Nate Webb would not say who they were. I I asked. I said, Hey, do you know who 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 is everyone then? So we because I wanted to be able to report to our listeners and and to know who these guys are. You know, 
Well, he was just saying he wouldn't say who the one guy he that said, he didn't know. Was. Yes, he was like, he, he's going to rena- uh, remain nameless. And I was like, okay, I get what's happening. I'll, I'm going to go with it. That's fine. I figured out that one who one of them is, so that was a victory. But then Bill Barons, shout out to Bill Barons. Uh, he he's always retweets us, always seems to support all of our posts, and continues to tag wrestlers in them as well, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think he's an unsung hero, whether he's intentionally doing it or not, but to tag these guys in our posts, and that's pretty cool. For real, and actually, I think he has a part in some of, some of the guys ended up following our pages, but... yeah. Um, he he confirmed. He said yes, Daniels. Yes, Nate Webb. Not Luke Hawks, but rather and then he tagged um, Ryan Kratz there. And he said, and someone clearly. He said, and someone clearly, and he tags delirious. So someone clearly delirious about being in the segment. And all of a sudden, I was like, I would have never, never guessed that that was delirious. And I don't know if that's because I've never seen him without his mask. I I feel like I have, though. But it literally, I don't think you would have known. I've I've seen him without his mask, but he's always had, like, the goatee. I think that's what was getting me. Yeah. Um, And so then I I said, okay, this is all making sense. And, uh, of course, I told Luke Luke Hawks that he would have been a great disciple for Daniels. And then uh, Nate Webb did not. He said, no, we don't speak his name, confirming that who he wanted to remain nameless has now been revealed. Now, he was saying he didn't want to speak his name. What does that mean? Does that is there like some heat there? I think the joke there to me or does not reveal that it's delirious. Yeah, to me the the joke is um like yeah, don't reveal it's him because he wears a mask. Okay. That would so, make the most sense to me. Yeah, and actually there's been a lot of other wrestlers um liking those tweets probably because it's a funny mess up that we did. And uh, that makes me makes me a little sad, but that's okay. We're moving on. I will never you take know what? people. It's not the first, and my God, not about to be the last. You're damn fucking right. Because he, Dallas loves his typos, and he loves to tag the wrong people. Well, let me tell you, if you could see how how closed my eyelids end up being while I'm doing some of these posts, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe how coherent some of them come out. Because yeah. there are some nights I'm doing them at like midnight and I'm laying down doing it. And I'm like, I just got to get these posts done for tomorrow. <laughs> and then I schedule them and I don't look at them again until they're posted. And at, right. of course, Twitter, you can't edit anything. Right. But anyways, let's talk about last week's show. Some news, some notes. Um, but before we go into all the fun stuff, let's do our poll results from the Observer Newsletter from October 6th, 2003. Bob and I like the show. We don't. We it was pretty close, I think, to going toward more of a middle, but we ended up enjoying it overall. So, Bob, what do you think that the readers of the Observer thought? Uh, I'm going to say they went with them in the middle. So uh, this is going to be pretty shocking to you, but Dave writes here, and what has to be almost scary, the poll results. And I'm going to give you the number. I don't like giving you numbers. I'm giving you the numbers. It's 12 people that voted. Pretty damn close. What? The poll results were two thumbs up, which is 8%, <laughs> 18 thumbs down, which is 72%, and five in the middle, 20%. He goes wow. on to say, this is the lowest response we've ever gotten for a TNA show. But he also points out that part of this is the listed lineup beforehand made it look like a week to skip. 
Mm-hmm. And it was, as Dave says. Um, as far as the best match on the show, I know we didn't go over the card yet, so here, let's just run down real quick what happened. Um, make sure I'm on the right show. Yeah, so, yep, Jerry Lynn defeated Sabin, Kazarian, Huvitude, and Nasawa in a five-way elimination match to become the number one contender for the X Division title. Um, <laughs> Chris Vaughn and Rick Santel defeated Kevin Northcutt and Ryan Wilson. Uh, and that's listed, by the way, on Cage Match as Midget versus Red Shirt Security Match. And I think that's hilarious because I don't think they called it that at all. I don't think that was how it was promoted in the slightest. No, but I, I read that and I thought that was hilarious. Because what? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Terry Taylor ended up defeating Kid Cash. And ta- uh, Taylor had uh, America's Most Wanted ringside. Cash had Abyss. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett defeated Christopher Daniels. Then we had a NWA World Tag Team Title Six Man Tag Team Match, where David Young, who was replacing Johnny Swinger, and Glenn Gilberti and Simon Diamond defeated Three Live Crew to retain the titles. Then AJ Styles versus Dusty Rhodes in a Bunkhouse Brawl match ended in a no contest. And then finally, our main event it was a Dog Collar Six Man Tag Team Match, where the Gathering, CM Punk, Julio De Niro, and Raven defeated Shane Douglas and the Disciples of the New Church, Sin and Slash. And then Vampiro came out right at the end. And actually, we missed the finish of that match because they were too focused, I think, on Raven and Douglas on the outside. Yep. Uh, so pretty eventful overall. So, Bob, out of those, what do you think was the voted on as the best match? Uh, I'm going to say the opening, five-way. Yes, it was. The X Division elimination match got uh, the most... But he and Dave lists here that it wasn't the level of the top X matches, but it was a good match. Yeah. But the crowd, for whatever reason, wasn't into it. And it got 19 votes, by the way. So out of all those people that voted, which isn't a whole lot, 25 people voted. Um, now, this is an interesting note before I make you guess the worst match. And that's the other six votes from all front were from pe- six people that were at the show live. And they voted for America's Most Wanted versus the Naturals that happened on Explosion. That doesn't surprise me. Which was Chase Stevens and Andy Douglas. And now this is an, another very interesting note about that match is that, uh, as he lists, a semi-regular face, Athena, with her cult following, played a heel manager for the Naturals and also had the most heat of anything on the show, this match. so Athena as a heel had the most heat? I think it's mentioning between her and the match in general. I almost take it as the match had the most heat of anything on the show. I'm not surprised by that. No, but I thought yeah. that's super interesting. And, you know, when we read it, of course, in hindsight, we were like, damn, like, okay. But, like, to know that it was apparently arguably the be- one of the best things on the show and we didn't even see it uh, is kind of good to hear back in 2003. Yeah, if only we could, Scott Demore. Hashtag, we want explosion. We want explosion. Come on, motherfucker. How about this? You know what? I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw this out here. Scott Demore, if you upload explosions, I will buy Bound for Glory 2021. I think it's a pretty good deal, especially because Bound for Glory 2021 is going to be airing at 10 p.m. I retract my statement. 10 p.m. because it's on the same night as a I, Saturday Night Dynamite. Fuck. Uh, I retract what I just said. Well, I'm going to try to watch it. I don't know if I'll make it past midnight, but what what day is it? like? What's the date of it? October what? Um, I can look it up for you if you actually want to know. I can't think about it off the top of my head. I'm <clears throat> bound for. No, not. 
Um, for Corey. This is an example, folks, of a true Impact fan not even knowing the day of the shows. Uh, my gut, I don't want to... Ah, I was going to say... Uh, okay, it's uh, October 23rd. I was going to say the 24th, so I was pretty damn close. 23rd. Figures, the one weekend I didn't take off from work. Son of a bitch. Can't, can't watch it then, yeah. Uh, what do you think I voted for the worst match of the show last week? Uh, Terry Taylor could cash. No, I actually didn't. It was uh, Dusty Rhodes versus AJ Styles. And yeah. then in second was the dog collar match. Really? Yeah. And then in third was Terry Taylor and Kid Cash. So that just means like two people voted for each one of those, right? I mean, no. Or three? Like three uh, Dust, Dust, no. Dusty and Styles got 10. Raven, the dog collar match got eight, and then Terry Taylor and Kid Cash got seven. I don't know if I would put the dog collar on there, but whatever. I don't, I don't really agree with it either. Yeah. Um, but here, whatever. There we are, man. Um, uh, before we go into a little further, these are a couple like misc things that I wanted to bring up from last week's show. Uh, Rick Santel broke his collarbone last week after. Oh, that explains what happened at the end when like the. Eric Watts mm-hmm. was talking to him. Yep. Uh, taking that big boot in the red shirts versus the black shirts match. Yeah. So he broke his collarbone during that, which is, and he was holding it. So, yes. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, and now, uh, this is a really fun note that I'd like you to guess, Bob. Mm-hmm. Of all the wrestlers you can think of, who was backstage at last week's show? Oh, fuck. Um, is it a WCW wrestler? Uh, technically, yeah. Technically, yeah. Sean O'Hare. No. Uh, Ernest the Cat Miller. Nope, you're getting better at their age. Think, uh, who, I don't know, maybe he's a he's a star, I would say, what? You're, you'll say I'm wrong on my dates, though. I'm really bad at it. Early 90s, maybe? He's definitely featured in mid-90s. We watched him on some bonus episodes on Icopod. Shit. Um, I would say he's a pretty popular, uh, and he's popular in the 80s, too, as far as I, I, I'm pretty sure. Is, is, I'm so bad at dates, though. I don't want to give you no dates because I'm bad at them. Well, it's not Hulk Hogan. No. And I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if he, he had a match with him at all, so I can't tell oh, you that. But you have. But you said his name starts with an H. No, I didn't say that. Oh. But I was closer with Sean H. O'Hare with oh, H. H. So you said like Sean O'Hare, Ernest Kitmiller. To me, that's like oh, he's getting like older people. Oh, so there are okay. Uh, Johnny V. Bad. No, but I'm gonna have you hold that. No. Oh shit. <laughs> hold on to that one for a minute. Actually, I'm just telling you it now because I was going to say Diamond Dallas Page. No, um, I'm going to give you the, this note quick. I was going to save this for during the show, but Russo actually recently called Mark Miro to check on his interest in coming back to wrestling. So that might happen. I'm just going to give it to you. You're not going right, to guess this one. Big Boss Man was backstage. Never would have guessed that. At the show last and week. he did have match with, with Hulk Hogan. I thought so, but I didn't want to be wrong. A couple of good ones. I, I think it's 89. They had a couple of cage matches. That's what I was thinking. 
I didn't want to be wrong and be made fun of, so I didn't want to open my mouth. Well, I would rather you have said yes than just say that they didn't have. No, I said kind of I, iconic matches. I said I wasn't sure for like hundred oh, okay. percent. Anyways, let's talk about last week more, but we got some fun stuff out of the way. Um oh we can't forget too that Dusty Rhodes, by the way, in that match, um almost like exposed Trinity very badly because remember yeah, he spanked her in that short skirt. And Dave mentions that uh, she was wearing nothing but an almost invisible thong, which uh, that good thing we're on pay-per-view for that. We'll just leave yeah. it. Um, so apparently also last week, Dutch Mantel was introduced around at the show. Um, and nobody was really giving any information on what he's doing there. He's going to be helping book, but not be the sole booker. Uh, he had very little input on the show this week because he wasn't familiar with the talent or storylines. It was said that all he'd seen was a tape of the September 3rd X Division tournament, and which is generally considered the company's best show ever, apparently, and was blown away by the tournament. The expectation is that you'll be seeing more of his fingerprints on the show over the next few weeks. And at the production meeting, it was just, you guys know Dutch, as he was introduced and nothing more was said. You guys know Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? That's great. Yeah. Um, also, you know, when we don't need to fucking do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, this note is about uh, our boy, the Juice Hoovy, but he's not on the show, so I fear I, I should bring it up here before we get started. Uh, he was originally booked to win the X Division match and wrestle Shane for the title. However, they got word that he's got visa problems and weren't com- confident that he'd be able to make it. Um, Guerrera, like so many others, had been using tourist visas, which means you aren't allowed to work. He was stopped at the border and has been explaining if they see his wrestling outfit that he's looking for a job. Not that he's working. <laughs> he, he he was warned if he tries it again, they'll never let him back into the country. He said he was willing to stay all week in the U.S. so he wouldn't uh, so he wouldn't have that problem. But Scott Demore is supposed to work on getting his papers straightened out, which takes one to three months. It'll work out fine since he's going to be gone for a month to Noah. Where he did get proper, where they get, did get proper paperwork for him to go over there and work. Uh, why is it so difficult for wrestling companies to get the proper paperwork? Because this has happened, I feel like, countless of times. I feel like it still happens sometimes. Oh, it does. That's why I'm wondering. Why is it so? I don't obviously know the the um. The workings of getting like visa paperwork situated, but yeah, it's always it seems like it's always pretty complicated. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I just got two more quick things about last week's and the rest we can save for during the show. Um, but the crowd last week was about a thousand, which we touched on, and it was estimated from pre-show lines that it was seventy-five percent papered. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the I last mean, one, at this rate, just just paper it. You're gonna be papering well, it anyway about a year, less than a year. So what the hell that. are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the last note. I just thought it was kind of interest an interesting point. Uh, Raven showed up this past week with a week's worth of gro- growth on his head because obviously he had his hair shaved the week before. Yeah. Uh, he cut a good promo about a hair match causing real humiliation. But Dave thinks that he probably should have kept his head shaved and then had bandages all over his head since everyone saw his scalp get ripped up the previous week. Mm-hmm. And Dave thinks that he says, I think it lost some of its effect because he didn't look, he didn't look that bald. 
And I feel like I see what he's getting at, but Raven has always had long hair. So I think to me, like if if Shane Douglas came and all of a sudden his hair is growing back and he doesn't really look that different, I think I'd feel different about it. But Raven looks pretty fucking different with his head shaved. Yeah, and another thing too, it's not like they used a straight razor. I mean, they that's use, a great point too. They yeah. use clippers, so of course, he's not going to be fully bald anyway. Yeah, I think the bandage, bandages part is interesting because we were trying to look, and his head didn't look like it was cut up. Still, I mean, it's hard to tell, obviously, in like a hair, but I think you could see a, a little bit of scabbing. Yeah, but although, although would like he would he just look sillier if he came out with all these bandages on his fucking like scalp? Probably, Probably right. So, interesting point, but nonetheless, don't fully agree with it myself. Um, but that's all I have for pre-show notes, so let's touch on Explosion quick, and then we can get into this show. And then I got plenty more to talk about. So, uh, let me let me pull it up here. So, Explosion number 50, as Cage Match has it listed, although I don't trust their numbers now that we know about the Impact pay-per-views, but that's a different topic. Uh, it was taped on the same day of the show we're watching, October 1st, 2003, and it aired on October 4th, 2003. And it featured the following three matches. Shane Douglas defeated Johnny Hartz. Glenn Gilberti defeated Jared Steele. And Chris Sabin defeated John McChesney. Oh, I know John McChesney. Um, and there was actually one more match that was not on Explosion that looks like it Happened before the explosion matches. It's like a dark match. And that was our buddy Laz defeating hmm. Don Juan. Don Juan. That sounds familiar, too. I thought it did, too, to be honest with you. But I wasn't 100%. Uh, McChesney's a Pittsburgh guy. I watched uh, several of his uh, matches. Because he was a staple of, and I think he still is, actually, of uh, International Wrestling Cartel. That really? is based out of uh, Pennsylvania. That's funny. I, I didn't know that he ever was part of TNA in any form, but well, Jared Heel or Jared Steele looks like he he wrestled on Heat. That's a that's another name that sounded kind of familiar. Yeah, he's wrestled on Heat in 2006 and 2005. It looks like he did also have a SmackDown match in 2006. Hmm. Um, but besides that, oh wait, he looks like we yeah we I knew his name sounded familiar because he was on. Uh, Oh no, that's just, that's the same explosion show. Okay, but he looks like he, he it's not his last time, not at last time on explosion at all. So we will hear his name come up again. Okay. Absolutely. Um, but that's all we got for the beginning of the show, Bob. So I'm ready to get into this. I am too. Of course, I'll do indie notes as uh, people come out, um, like I did last yeah. week. Unless I forget, and I'll you know eventually get to it as well. Yeah. And if we have a fun video package, I'll probably I'll probably lay something on you here. So oh, shit. Okay. Well, I'm gonna count down from five when I say play. Hit the play button if you're following along. If you're not, well, for the next I don't know hour and fifty two minutes or whatever it is, sit back, enjoy the show as we try to go for ten in a row. Thumbs up. Can we do it? By God, Dale sure hope so, and I do too. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh my god, Bob, how could we forget this? This highlight package. They hung the gathering with the dog <laughs> hollers. Wow, I totally forgot that happened. And that was a brutal way to end the show. Uh and I think we were kind of uncomfortable with it, weren't we? Like it's kind of a bit strong. 
Yeah, dude, it was pretty uncomfortable. Oh, my even's very quiet. There we go. Well, let me uh let me give you a longer note here because I know this video package is gonna go at least a couple minutes and sometimes it's harder to do the longer notes, I feel like, yeah. during the show while we're talking. Uh, it's not nothing mind-blowing, but I think it was interesting nonetheless. And that it says here in the Observer that there's a decent amount of communication back and forth among uh, a few of the wrestlers here in here and WWE. So here is Kvaris TNA goes. Since many are longtime friends, uh, it really spoke volumes to just about everyone. Everyone signed a new deal, including several uh, like James Mitchell, Diamond, Swinger, Conan, and probably a few others uh, who at least received... Sorry, they're showing match graphics here. Kid Cash and Abyss versus America's Most Wanted tonight. Yeah, we also it also said that Vampiro debuts tonight. Oh wow. Okay, I missed that while I was reading the notes here. Yeah. Um. Then let me. I'll, I'll continue here unless we want to wait a second to see if there's more match announcements. Well, if, I'll I'll keep my eyes on. Okay. Um. So basically, it, it's speaking volumes that a lot of these people have signed new deals. The feeling was that after talking with WWE guys. Uh, everyone there is miserable. The stuff about Vince taking a uh, big dividend and big contract as wrestlers, well, they got low payoffs and lack of light at the end of the tunnel and saying almost nobody's buying any turnaround is coming. Uh, plus the resentment of Goldberg and Triple H is pretty strong and Shane being booked as a main eventer and really all the things you'd expect. A few good weeks of raw ratings led to some believe it was building for the future, but when it dropped, which was almost completely due to football, as it happens every year, but one in the last 10, the feeling business was going nowhere came back. Guys have heard that ECMO, Raven, Mike Lockwood, and D'Lo Brown all claim to be much happier gone from WWE. Most also recognize that Raven right now is taking in far more money since he left than he ever made there, and probably more than a large percentage of the guys in the WWE are earning nowadays. More than one wrestler expressed frustration, and uh, also just incredible said that on their show, he says, uh, about all your life wanting to get to the big leagues, league, big leagues as your dream job. And then when you get there, you realize it's not what it's all cracked up to be. That sounds awfully familiar to present day. And here we are seeing Trinity nearly getting her hoochie revealed here by uh, Dusty Rhodes, who was really enjoying that. Um, I'm kind of surprised by the statement that Raven's bringing in more money than a lot of the guys that are there. I'm assuming they're referencing like mid-card guys and lower, not he's not raking in millions of dollars. No, but I do think that's also important to note. It's probably also considering his uh, independent bookings as well. Absolutely. Okay, we are at our package is done today at 6.30 Eastern. Scott Hudson meeting Styles, who looks like he just got out of a air fryer, and Vince Russo yeah, coming to the arena. Burnt. What? There might not be a match. Russo said, Jeff and I. Don't worry. Trust me. Style says, I'm knee deep in it. How are we going to get out of it? So Vince is going to try to get us out of it. And here's our video package. Why would, or, he uh, try to get him, why would he try to get them out of it when he's the one that put them in it? Well, Bob, that makes too much sense. And he wrote the show putting them in the thing. Totally not go Atlanta Cubs. What? Apparently don't want the Atlanta Cubs to do well. You don't get it. That That's baseball. So I know. The Cubs beat the Atlanta Braves. 
I mean, I sort of got it, but yeah. The Atlanta Braves and Chicago Cubs are two different teams, and you just said the Atlanta Cubs, so you combine them. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I get Do it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, opening contest, America's Most Wanted. We're not even going to the announce table or nothing. We're starting right off of the match. I'm cool with that. We're going to make another podcast where you watch sporting events. Oh, God. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I, you want me to fall asleep? What? Come on. Let's watch a good golf tournament. Oh, my God. Bob, are you serious? <laughs> Here from America's Most Wanted. They now have red lights as well as their blue lights, so they're not just in blue. I think I would have kept it blue. Yeah, well, the red's kind of throwing me off now. It doesn't match their Tron. The blue I got after, like, The blue times. I understood, but this... I feel like this is what you would do for New Church, the red. That's a really great point, yeah. Well, are we excited about Vampiro making his debut tonight? I mean, I'm interested. I don't know if I'd say I'm excited. I mean, I like Vampiro. I do, yeah. Is that... Cut open right on like where her pubic hair would be, or what? Yeah, it was. Uh, here comes Kid Cash and Abyss. I can't believe these two are still just gonna be like, Yeah, it was. Yeah, great because they're literally boobs are showing out underneath. I mean, it's just normal to me. So, we're starting off with AMW against Kid Cash and Abyss. And I believe, I mean, Cash has been uh rather mean to Abyss. Are we surprised that they're together still? Because I kind of am. I am a little bit surprised. Uh, I have one indie note for Kid Cash. He defeated Shark Boy on September 27th for VPW. Mm. That's it. Abyss didn't do anything in Puerto Rico and AMW for the most part. They really, as a tag team, at least, only really wrestled in DNA. So. At least that's, at this point. That's super interesting. Hey, you just mentioned, well, let's say, no, that's not the wrong thing. Wrong thing. I'm not bringing that up yet. I'll hold on to that one. Do we think the AMW is going to win? Storm doesn't look thrilled. No, he doesn't. He looks very angry. So he's probably going to take a black hole slam if I'm taking a guess here. Yeah. But, well, I guess they're not really in the running for the titles at this point. We're kind of taking a back seat. Which they should. Yeah, take a break. Rudy Charles, our referee for this one. Let me turn this up a little bit. Let me hear what Don West and Mike Tanay are arguing about. See, now he's shoving him again. Oh, and he slapped him. Um, before I forget, we have 1,100 people in the audience tonight, and it's once again heavily papered. Of course it is. Is Abyss unaware of how large he is, and he allows himself to get beat up by a smaller guy? Is that what's going on? No, I think it's like the he, – he's got to get hyped, man. Yeah, but like Dallas. Wait a second. Wait, they just brought up Randy Savage on his promotional tour for his rap CD, and I missed what they was talking about. <laughs> but that is so funny. They just brought that up. Maybe he's coming to the asylum. Dude, Three Life Crew just had a performance. Why couldn't Randy Why Savage macho? be a man, Hogan? Come on, if, don't be scared. Run, if run, we macho. if we were a tag team and you were trying to be Kid Cash to my abyss. I would not tolerate it for more than three seconds before I did a black hole slam to you. Abyss casually buttoning up his shirt more. Well, he's and, a businessman. There we go. Locking up Abyss, tosses James Storm in the corner, goes for a punch. No, Storm ducks. And he runs and he ducks that again. And now it gives him right hand. <laughs> he just like and adjusted that's... his collar. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that about? So, 
we all know what's happening. I so I'm just saying this. I want to see how is the transition going to work from Abyss being Kid Cash's lackey to like the monster Abyss. I can't wait to see how it goes. Well, like you said, we we know how this is probably going to play out. So I would imagine that Abyss is going to be turning face at some point. Yeah, but right. I feel like he'd have to essentially to get away from cash. But at the, like I said, we we all know where this is going. We don't have to keep secrets. How does he end up with James Mitchell? Well, if by all accounts, like Brian Lee and stuff have left. So I'm assuming that they'll like dissolve that. And then Mitchell will be looking for his new monster and he'll see a guy that lives in a boiler room. And they Yeah. Well, I think that makes sense. But do you think we're going to be keeping, you think we're going to have to keep him off for an extended amount of time before that happens, or they're just going to do a transition? Um, I think it would be a transition. Okay. Crossbody by James Storm on to Kid Cash. Ex- I, especially, I, what I would think is that uh, if Father James Mitchell is still feuding with Raven, and let's say that they can't figure it out, you know, like he can't, you can't know, defeat, defeat Raven him. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like he he'll just get his monster to. To do it i think that makes sense i i feel like i feel like father james mitchell is never gonna not be feuding with raven like i feel like that's just always gonna be happening uh, i agree i mean so, it just seems like it seems like the perfect match well, in terms does, of like a perfect. feud the character kid cash tags abyss back in and get and gives uh harris the finger or is it storm sorry it's storm yeah it's storm well, so this is my my lack of of seeing all a lot of these asylum years uh, pay per views, is I said it when Abyss made his debut. I didn't know he was Kid Cash's lackey. I mean, I would have never known that. I thought he started out as James Mitchell's uh, his monster. So that's why I'm so curious to see how this transition happens moving forward. Well, he started off as Justice was that with that horrible singlet and well, wearing a mask. Well, te- yes, technically, <laughs> the first yes. Gauntlet for the gold. Yes, you're right. Technically, yes. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I'm curious as well. I don't know when, and this is coming from a guy that recently watched all of the weekly pay per views. That way, I wouldn't have to uh, write them after the, doing the podcast with you. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know when and if during the asylum year that they do work, uh, that they are paired together. And I've watched them in recent memory and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Well, we'll see. Stay tuned. Keep listening to the TNA Crossline podcast as we find out. I'm really trying to wrap my head around it. Like, do, are they partnered up at the end? And I don't even know. My gut says they are at some point, but I truly don't know. But it still doesn't—it still doesn't fix the problem of how do we get away from Kid Cash? (laughs) Right. Well, because I'm trying to think of when I know for sure that Mitchell was with Abyss, and the for some, and I know I'm I'm way off, but I know when he fused with Christian Cage 
in 06 that Mitchell's there. Because oh, I remember yeah. him being oh, by the yeah. pool being like, kill him. Dude. Drown him. I can't wait until we get to watch some of that stuff. <sighs> I mean, that's that's really, really good stuff. Harris going nuts on Abyss in the corner. Just pummeling him with left hands. Kid Cash tried to break it up, but Rudy stopped him. Barely. But he had Abyss down. I mean, he was basically sitting in the corner. Doing the twisting arm tags in Storm. Storm, Storm twists well, his arm. You know, and what's... And he twists his arm again. What? And he twists his arm again. When you kind of think about the potential future for like TNA at this time, if I'm a viewer, I'm thinking, you know, you look at the main event scene now where it's like, you know, Jarrett, Styles, Raven. Mm-hmm. Those that type of guy and you know i've i've always looked at it in like five-year increments so i'm thinking like okay cool 2008 abyss is probably going to be a main event guy chris harris james storm um whoever else you know cm punk could probably you know get the that's what i think what you're trying to build around obviously by the time 2008 comes around they've gone way off the rails in terms of like homegrown talent like it's not even a thing for the most part, I mean, event wise, at least. Yeah. For the most well, part. now it's funny the way you're saying, you know, let me, I'll let you finish your thought before I bring this up because it's related, but not quite. Well, because I mean, I just, even when like, I do my you know, my stupid rebooking posts, like for the WBF, like I've been doing in TNA, don't worry. I've been planning it out. I've changed it like three or four times, but it's coming. And when I do post it for a show, I'll make sure I. Uh, say it on here, which could happen in six to eight months. You never know. But um, I I always look at, I feel you don't want your main event scene to be the same guys for like three or four years straight. Just doesn't make sense. And well, if you look at it in like 2002, you had your Scott Hall, your Sean Waltman's, your uh, Malice, Ken Shamrock, Ron Killings. And then you come into here and it's, pretty much i would say drastically different so yeah i'm starting to look at this because you know we've you know this is the first time i've ever watched these shows each and every week so it should be fresh in my mind but obviously we forget stuff even now still but i would be anticipating like in a few years that your guy like your daniels your harris your storms really with the way that i've been impressed by skipper could even be yeah thrown in there to speaking be of where the guys hell is that he? get elevated he's probably in all japan oh shit you're right they think they were going on tour huh yeah but that's what i'm always looking for well so you bring up you know our uh would you say five years so you said well, then that brings us to 2008 so i i just think it's funny so behind me i have a this plaque hung up and it says, yeah. from the asylum to the impact zone, seven years of total nonstop action. And what that plaque is, they sold it on their website. It was like $300. And it has people who were in the asylum years and were still in the company seven years later. Right. And uh, we, I mean, a lot of the guys we're watching right now are, are there. And like, it's all signed and everything. It's really cool. But, um, I mean, some of the people you mentioned are still on there, except Chris Harris is not, I don't think. What the fuck is Cash doing? Cash up on the top rope is about to, looks like he's going to 
Oh my God, he's on the bitches. Holy shit. He oh just, my God. He just did a moonsault off Abyss's shoulders while Abyss was sitting on the top rope. I thought he was going to Hurricane Rana Abyss onto Harris. That's exactly what I thought. Well, then Storm did a Hurricane Rana on, on Abyss anyway. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Chris Harris probably wouldn't be on that because if it's seven years, I'm assuming, is it 2009? Yes, it has to be. Yeah, because Harris leaves in, I think, 2008. Yeah, Early so I don't, but it, it's it's kind of cool to see all the people who are, like, still there. Yeah, but I mean, and I mean, could you imagine, like, Impact, let's say in 2000, let's say 2007, with these younger guys being in your main event instead of, I don't want to say WWE cast-offs because a lot of them are not cast-offs. They, they left. But it'd be like, it, I think it'd be a fresher main event scene. Yeah, double I see spear. what you mean, though. Yeah, Double spear, yeah. Is it going to be enough? Wait, could Cash has a chair? He's ready to, oh, smash mouth to James Storm with that chair. Chris Harris clotheslines Cash out. Dude, did I call this or did I call this? Black hole slammed James Storm, and here he goes for the cover. No One, two, three. That is amazing. I fucking knew it. That's amazing. So, wait, here comes Terry Taylor. He's pissed. Oh, great. He's not even a referee. He can't be doing this shit. Are we going to get a referee reversal or whatever? Well, yeah, this is kind of really? weird. I hate when they do stuff like this because literally this, why doesn't happen every single match? Though? Every time. Are there people not watching monitors at the most crucial times? <laughs> I'll watch it for the opener, but come main event time, I'm at the hotel. I'm not going to be there. Oh, Cash pushes Terry Taylor. Oh, right hand. Cash Whoa. barely sells for him. I love it. Get him this. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, they took him. Chop by them. I don't know. I mean, why Why would they think that Terry... Oh, he's ripping his shirt and everything. Oh my God, it's... Dude, it's shredded. I hope that wasn't an expensive shirt. Uh, I hope not. They're choking him. Someone's got to be coming out, right? Oh, no, it's just America's Most Wanted grabbing chairs now. Ch- they chase the best away, and there goes Kid Cash. <laughs> Harris looks like he's gassed. Oh, fuck. That was 11 minutes. Oh, there's a ranking. Is there a ranking system like AEW now or what? They can pretend. Remember, Kit Romeo is still waiting for his X Division title shot. I'm just saying. Don't even bring that up. That's such bullshit. Well, we're at the announce table. Mike today and Don West. I have a note about Don West I'd like to bring up. Uh, It's a quick one, so I'll say it before he announces anything else. Wait, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, about Jeff Jarrett getting his television on the next 30 days. But Don West has actually taken a job in Nashville working as a sports talk show host during afternoon drive time on Sports Radio 56 WNSR. But he'll continue to do announcing on the pay-per-views, so don't worry. October 22nd, Jarrett Styles for the strap. Oh, okay. That's big build-up, dude. We got a couple weeks for that. And I'm glad that they're like they're doing that. Smart. 
Speaking of championship matches, Michael Shane defending against a two-time former champion, Jerry Lynn. What else we got I love, tonight? I love his mustard silk shirt. Sandman in action tonight. Yeah, that mustard color is just lovely. Dude, look at the kid in the front row just staring dead into the camera. <laughs> and Mikey and Sharkboy in action. In-ring debut of Vampiro. As he's with the Disciples of the New Church to take on Three Life Crew. Okay. Wow. That's a cool match. I'm cool. I'm ready for that. Yes, American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and Jeff Jarrett taking on AJ Styles and Vince Russo. If you're following along, we're at 21 minutes and four seconds. I like today how today just said that's going to be a hell of a tag match involving Vince Russo. Like, come on. <laughs> Don so Don Callis' microphone's here. not working. Oh, there we go. There we go. There's going to be a lot of very sorry individuals by the end of the show tonight. Mike Tanay goes, okay, you had your, your say. See ya. Get out of here. Let's see. Scott Hudson standing by with Michael Shane, our X-Division champion. The younger cousin. The younger cousin. Our see, cousin. I was going to make a joke about him being the cousin of Shawn Michaels. I love how that's his gimmick. I'm related to Shawn Michaels on the other channel. <laughs> That's amazing. So he's no. like, wait, Shawn Michaels didn't win the first ever Ultimate <laughs> X match, did he? No, he wasn't there. <laughs> Scott Hudson. He's not an X Division champion, is he? No, no, he's not. He's not. I don't know if you should really try to say you're better than Shawn Michaels. No, I. but I mean, that's part of his heel work, I guess, right? It does work in that regard. Like, yo, fuck you, Michael Shane. Yo, fuck you, Michael Shane. <laughs> you think you're, you're better than Shawn Michaels? What are you talking about? Oh, soon Shawn Michaels is going to be known as the cousin. Oh, of Michael right. Shane. Could you imagine Jim Ross being like, here comes Shawn Michaels, he's the cousin. Here we Michael go. Looks like this is up next. Jerry Lynn wins five way elim to get title shot. They didn't want to spell, spell out elimination for the extra line. Is that what happened here? 40 year old Lynn's career at the crossroads. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's done. The ultimate experience versus youth matchup. Dude, 40-year-old Jerry Lynn's career is at the crossroads. This is it. it, Will he continue wrestling or will will this be over? Just spoiler alert. He wrestles for 10 more years. (laughs) So. Here we go. Literally 10 more years. 40-year-old Jerry Oh, God. If he doesn't win the X Division title, he's done, dude. Mike Posey's our referee. JB's in the ring. So who else was in the ring right there? Uh, wait, who is that? Is that who I think it is? I'm going to wait for them to say it before I say it, though. If it's who I think it is, I might have a note. Here comes is Mike it a Shane. guy from, like, AAA or something? I think it might be. Yeah. I'm assuming they're going to say when they do the announcements in a second. There's no reason for else for him to be standing in the ring. Yeah, I thought maybe it was like a uh, like a fan that like won something <laughs> to introduce them. <laughs> Could you imagine? 
Well, they did do that. They're like, hey, yeah, you want to play yeah. golf with Kurt Henning? Well, it's only $800. And he was like, I ain't fucking going for 800 You got to have it be higher well, than Beach that. Beach James was like, I'm not going on a cheap date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KJB, we know it's for the title. We're here tonight for the match. Let's see who he is. You yeah. got to look down to read the name again. Owner and promoter. From Mexico's AAA. Antonio Pena. And yes, I do have a no on him. Well, you'll be happy to know, as they do the announcements here, that he actually no-showed last week's show. Uh, and he was supposed to wow. be... Yeah, and he was also supposed to be there uh, on September 17th and told them that he'd be there the next week. And then, of course, he didn't. He claimed for the September 24th show that he had an emergency meeting in Laredo and couldn't make it. Pena was also scripted into the show with the idea that he'd be at ringside. They were going to make a big deal about him, and he was going to be congratulating Guerrera, his wrestler, for winning. Of course, we know that's not what happened, and instead Jerry Lynn won, and so now it looks like he's here, and they're using him like, hey— this big AAA promoter's here for the X Division title match. His guy's not in the ring, but he's here. And what would be the point of him being there? Right now, I don't know. Like, this show, I don't think this makes sense. If Hoovy did win, it makes complete sense. That's what I'm saying. I thought maybe it was going to be like, oh, whoever wins here is fighting Hoovy next week or whatever. And, like, he's just there to... Send a warning of sorts. I don't know. Well, he's very awkwardly. He's literally just standing there. He's looking. done nothing. Oh, wait. They gave him the title. He's like, he looked like, what do I do with this? Jerry Lynn's such a kind it. guy. Holds a rope. But then Michael Shane attacked him. Antonio got hit in the head with the rope. And he looked back like, yo, fuck you, Michael Shane. You're never getting booked in AAA. Now we're going back at it. A couple punches. The 40-year-old Jerry Lynn. He's at a crossroads right now, in case you didn't hear that earlier. He doesn't know what to do with himself if he potentially loses here. Lollipop, oh, no, yeah, lollipops running around ringside over there. Oh, oh, miscommunication. Uh, that was awkward. But decent recover though. Big clothesline by Jerry Lynn. I'm, I, you know, I'm so glad that uh, Antonio was here because I didn't know where else I was going to throw that note in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how could you? That was perfect. <laughs> I was short to the corner. Jerry Lynn up. Michael Shane goes under. Drop kick to the back. Michael Shane hits the post. Whoa. That was aggressive. Look at him. He's like slowly. There he goes. Out a, bit of a, a bit of an oversell. A little bit. Uh, here, edge. I got a random thing. Have you watched Ring of Honor television at all lately in 2021? You know what? I actually did one day. You did? I don't, I don't know why. I was, it was like the thing where it's like, you're, it's a really random time and you're scrolling. And I was like, yo, Ring of Honor's on? So I, I just put it on one day. Yeah, I put it on the other day. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon. And it was on the CW. And I was like, what the fuck is Ring of Honor doing at four? Anyway, I put it on. And you would have thought it was Impact from 2004. They have the, they have like the timer oh. for their matches and everything. Oh, wow. Well, wait, was it one of the, was it like a pure wrestling match? The fuck if I know Dallas? I just saw a fucking timer. Yeah. Well, that I think those might be timed. So I thought it was really weird. As a Lynn almost won with a roll up out of the corner and he got poked in the eye. See now, if he was wearing goggles or glasses, doesn't happen. That's such a great point, Bob. Oh yeah, 
Armando Cantero and Conan will be doing Spanish commentary along with Mike and Don doing English. I probably butchered that name, but I tried to say it after Mike today. When is that happening? Is that happening right now? Yeah, so they they do it. They are doing the Spanish commentary at the same time that uh, Don and Mike are doing English. And that's a fairly newer thing. And here we go. There's our. It is. Yeah, it is. Our thing on the screen here to let us know. My favorite thing with TNA and the uh, Spanish announced tables when uh, LAX oh. comes in and they literally make it like a barricade. Like, if you come over here, we're going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Went for the middle rope leg drop, but Michael Shane oh. countered. Tries to toss. Oh, my God. Nice. Going to skin the cat and then gets drop kicked in the head. 15-year veteran is down. That's so funny. I forgot about that. That was like a repressed memory. It was great. It was, I was like, this is months and months and months ago, but like Ron Killings goes over and they, Conan, what's your problem? He's like, if you cross this fucking line, we're killing you. We'll kill you. And they're in the crowd. Like the stairs, that's it was in the crowd. This is our well, territory. If you cross the line, you put your life at risk. And then Ron Killings like barely steps over and Hernandez just is like, I'm going to kill you now. It's like, okay. Oh, look, here comes Chris hey, Saban with the Super X Cup trophy. I'm glad he's bringing that with him. We haven't seen it since that night. Isn't that the same trophy that some random guy at a 2CW show had and AJ Styles was like, I haven't seen that trophy in 15 years. Holy shit. Dude, I, I think you might be right. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. That's crazy. He's on the headset now saying, I'm the winner. Of the Super Regular Tournament. Where's my title shot? I'm the longest reigning champion. <clears throat> I can't hold his jock strap. What are you talking about? Flapjack by Michael Shane. Next week. What? Okay, so next week Chris Saban is saying that he will put his Super X Cup trophy on the line against either Shane or Lynn for a shot at the X title. If I'm the X champion, I don't want I don't care about the Super X Cup. Why am I doing that match? Yeah, that shit's already done. Yeah. I didn't win the tournament. You did. Why am I gonna fight for the trophy you won? There's a sign in the crowd that says ChrisSaban.com. I'm gonna try to go to that right now. Look at Chris Saban. Just hanging out at ringside. Let's see. Chris Saban. Nope, that is uh not a thing anymore. Let's go to the Wayback Machine and see what it was. Well, you want to know what's funny? Uh, another TNA podcast bought the TNA Chad domain. Did they really? Yeah. Good they for link, them. They linked up their uh, Patreon to it. Good for them. Backdrop by Jerry Lynn. In case you're wondering, it's the You've Got to Be Kidding Me podcast. It's an enjoyable podcast. They don't do in-depth Show-by-show show stuff. Tornado DDT. They do like a month-by-month month type of deal. Chilling with a Tornado DDT for two count. Well, I'm at ChrisSaban.com, and this is... Wow, this is pretty interesting. It's loading very slowly, though. Saban, Saban Graphy. You look at the schedule. You can look at results. You can look at Saban News. Uh-huh. The images, images aren't loading, which is a shame. But <clears throat> When's the last time it was like uploaded? Or uploaded? Um, I'm on one of the first ones, but let's see. Uh, 2019. Wow, I wasn't expecting it to be active that long, that 
soon. It looks like there was like a four year gap where it wasn't anymore. Oh, flying forum there by Michael Shane. Stealing that from his uh his older cousin Shawn Michaels. Going back over to say to Saban, taunting him. Oh. Oh. Spear by Lynn. Hammering away on the champion. Now he notices Saban. What do you want, Saban? You're next. I'm going to come for that Super X Cup because my career is at a crossroads and maybe I need the trophy. Oh. Oh, Kryptonite Crunch. Nope. Shane counters. Shoves him to the up. Super kick. Nope. Black. Duck. Oh. Kick. Oh, big boot by Lynn. Jerry. Jerry. From its TKO. Got it. One, two. Oh, man. That was a good near fall. Kick out at two. I don't think Jerry's wearing eyeliner anymore. I feel like he goes on and off about that. I don't like him with the eyeliner. Makes him feel like a, a knockoff of Chris Angel. <laughs> what a counter right there. Michael Shane with his own version of the Kryptonite Crunch. And manages a two count. The crowd is awfully silent for this. Yeah, yeah, they do seem very quiet, not really into it. Yeah, like they didn't really react to that near fall. They are standing, but they're just... They look like zombies. They're just standing. Yeah, dude, they do. Look at not reacting anything. They're just like looking. Going for a tornado DDT potentially here. Oh, Lynn counters. You know what would be, a, I think, a good character thing for Michael Shane to do? What's that? Is that after every, like before every move, he'd be like, Does Shawn Michaels do this? <laughs> if oh. not, then he's going to be known as the cousin of Michael Shane. That's right. Lynn just crotched him. He went jumping high off the top rope, and he crotched himself on the top top rope, and that was springboard dropkick sending Shane to the floor right in front of Chris Saban's feet. I wonder if Chris Saban's going to do anything. I doubt it. He's probably going to be totally civil. And Well, actually, he hasn't done anything. Jerry Lynn is on the apron. Oh. Do like a hurricane run off the apron onto Shane, who went almost rolling into the the unbreakable announce table of Don Weston Maitane. Oh, oh, she goes hip first into the ring steps. Oh, Lynn bumps Saban. Saban does oh, not Saban's like that. Saban's pissed. They shove each other. Oh, Saban takes a bump. Oh, rams him into the apron. Oh, now we're back in the ring. Michael Shane, Jerry Lynn. Sure, Saban's going to get involved now. Backbreaker. Of course, I mean, of course, he's going to do something. I feel like he's going to break the trophy over somebody's head. But then again, that can't happen because the trophy the guy had wasn't broken, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, come on, Chris. Saving crotches Jerry Lynn as our referee Mike Posey's checking on Michael Shane. Uh oh. Guy in the crowd just giving the finger. Oh, 
Super okay. kick party. Michael Shane hits lane one, two, three. That's a three-er. And Saban casually grabs the trophy and walks away. You don't care. He's proud of himself. Can't blame him. Me and you, this is online. Well, who cared? Is it... If I'm Michael Shane, I don't care about the ex-cop. Well, he doesn't care. He's the cousin of Shawn Michaels. I'm the X-Division champion. That's all that matters. Lynn is pissed. Okay, are they are they teasing a retirement thing here for now? He's he's gonna he's gonna buff Bagwell himself. He was sitting on the apron like Buff Bagwell was. Yeah. Mad Mikey wipes a booger on Scott Hudson. That's We're backstage with Shark Boy and Mad Mikey. Oh, he picked it up and he ate it. Oh. Oh, he's called them Jaws. I thought he called them Josh. So did I at first, but yeah, he's been calling them Jaws. But Delo just walked in. You know, it's really on my mind. Sweet revenge. He didn't forget what Siaki and Ekmo did to him two weeks ago. Oh, okay. So, Dilo's going to be watching Mad Mikey and Shark Boy's match. It sounds like they're facing Sonny, Siaki, and Ekmo. Oh, wait. Yeah. Don Cows walks in with the red shirts. You're not going into business for yourself. Because if you do, you will see red tonight. That's kind of a fun little play on the them and the red. Yeah, I don't hate that as much as I feel like I should. <laughs> it's 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 corny, but it's fine. Oh, you're gonna pack up your little Walmart bag full of stuff, and you're gonna walk to your car. Look at him look right at the camera. <laughs> Fourth wall. We don't want to keep the customers waiting, D'Lo. So, but suggest you get yourself to the ring. He's pissed. The Fallen Angel. Hey, did you see, uh, speaking of the Fallen Angel, that he recently just put out a video package, and he's like, w- looks like he's wearing gear very similar to this again. Like the robe and stuff. He is? Where was this, on Twitter? He posted on Twitter, like, he's, it's almost like a, like a return thing. And he's wearing, like, a robe that looks very similar to this, and I popped them. <laughs> Watching this TNA stuff with all these packages, I was like, oh, shit. Well, that's interesting. Uh, I, I've already forgotten my indie notes here. Jerry Lynn, he had lost to Shocker on September 27th for LXW. And uh, I believe that... Oh, wait. So that... Is one of the guys delirious? Yeah, so the one... I should have mentioned... One? The bald one is... Um... The guy whose last name I forgot, or I know his last name, Cass. GQ, the GQ money guy. GQ, yep. Uh, D'Lo Brown, Indy News here. He defeated Simon Diamond on September 26th for USA Pro. And then on September 27th, he fought Apollo Star to a no contest for NEW in Indiana. Mm. <clears throat> uh, I've got to look up this. Even if you look up the video and just skip to the end, you'll note it. Because a lot of it's like him getting beat up at first. And then, like, the end, it shows him in, like, the gear. Hmm. It doesn't say say your prayers, but. Christopher Daniels, there he is. 
The second coming, so he's definitely coming back. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Katz. I thought that's what it was. That's the. Uh... Let me skip to the end here. I don't. Okay. They're saying Jerry Lynn walked out of the building immediately. D'Lo and Daniels here. This is a, an interesting matchup. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised, to be honest with you, that Daniels is coming back. Well, what I find really interesting about it, not to get too off topic here, is that him and Kazarian haven't like not been a tag team for like so many years that them both doing like single stuff again is kind of really interesting. Yeah, it is. I think Daniels more than Kazarian, because to be honest, I have a little more interest in Daniels as a singles guy than I do Kazarian, but. I have like a newfound appreciation for Kazarian, I think, though, but. I, I know I do, because I remember texting you when he fought <clears throat> Christian. Yeah. I think it was Christian, and I was like, dude, what, why are they not doing more with him? Yeah. And yeah. they ended up doing more with him as the elite killer or whatever, but I don't think he's really done much in that role, other than lose to the elite. Yeah. He's shown up on Impact, actually. He has made a return. I mean, he has only did it, like, once, I think, but... We'll deal with a heel kick to Daniels for a two-count. Uh, we hope. I think Daniels. I feel like Daniels should win this. I feel like that makes sense. If he the, doesn't win, then we know that his stuff with Jarrett was like a one-off. Like it's not gonna. Well, so that's anything. the that's the interesting part to this is that D'Lo just lost that casket match, and Daniels just lost against Jarrett. So we're we're at like a weird place with both these guys. Yeah. Paul Angel gets thrown to the outside. Baseball slide. Kind of a weird one, but he hit it. It's more of like a sliding drop kick than a... Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. The Minions, we're calling them this week. So that's... So the guy on the left is Kratz. The guy on the right would be Delirious. And this guy in front of us and is that's Nate, Nate Webb. Webb. Yeah. Yeah, so this is Delirious. That's him right there. I never would have guessed that in a million years. No. That's, That's ours. Yes, the power that Daniels has over them, they're willing to take the bullet for him. Whips D'Lo. Nope, reversal. Daniels into the guardrail. D'Lo picks him up. Press and... Drops him right on the guardrail. So Daniels has a cult. Oh, yeah, it's very clear he has a cult. <clears throat> I feel like... I kind of think a partnership with Daniels and Father Mitchell would make sense. Dude, 100%. D'Lo, up on the top, jumps and, and just kind of squishes onto those chairs that does were he just up. Does he not care about his well-being? I mean, he's no. diving off of high things, the top of gauges. No, he don't over care. the rings. Like, what are we doing? 
Graham Daniels. Jawbreaker. Spear. What is with the spears tonight? Every match, dude, you got to have a spear. It's part of the rules. It just it's just what it is. There, oh, there's there's some of the fans are chanting for Fallen Angel here. Yeah, well, they're screaming Fallen Angel, and then other people are chanting sucks. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Elo almost died. He almost just folded himself up like an accordion on that fucking moonsault. Yeah, that was pretty that was pretty scary. It looked good at the start, but then his body wasn't fully rotating, so it got a bit scary. Springboard moonsault by Daniels. That's gonna get a one, two, and a two count. We're at forty five oh four if you are following along. If you're not, well, we still have about an hour and six minutes roughly of this uh this show. A little bit of an octopus stretch here onto D'Lo. See, now, if I was doing this whole I would tickle him. And uh, you might get a submission out of uh, laughter. Oh. Callus in the uh, red shirts. You, you might see red. Yeah. Does that mean Amazing Red's going to come out? And he'll be like, I didn't mean that red. Yeah. A clean house. A cutter by D'Lo Brown. I'm surprised there hasn't been news about Diamond Dallas Page coming in. That's a good point. Because I know he's he had retired from WWE, but I don't think his contract was still a thing. Well, we're, we're going to get Mark Miro in here, potentially. That blows my mind. In 2003. I just, I mean, I don't know how he would fit in. He wouldn't. I can't even, like, think about that. Like, my head, it's not working. Mark Miro wrestling in 2003, like, I think he still, I think he maybe, well, no, I guess maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Let's find out. Um, Would he be able to be Johnny B. Bad, or would that have been acquired at Gamic when they bought WCW? Um, I would say it was probably acquired. That being said, I think he uses it again. Uh, I think he does as well. Some kind, maybe they just maybe they didn't. Maybe they got rid of the uh, copyright because doesn't that like run out every like five or seven years or something? Then like you have to renew it. Yeah. Okay. So he. Okay. So after '98, it don't look like he wrestles a lot at all. That doesn't surprise me. Tilo just he had, he took out the uh, the minions there. Now he's uh, distracted by the red shirts and he got hip tossed off the top rope by Daniels. Dragon sleeper. Nope. Oh, roll the dice type thing here. Is that going to be it? One. That was two, the last rights. Last rights. He got it. Wow. I mean, he needed the distraction, but I'm fine with it as long as Daniels wins. Wow. Yeah, that's delirious right there. Look at fucking delirious. That is crazy to me. Wow. 
To think that he's the booker of fucking Ring of Honor now. Oh, it's Rick Santel with his broken collarbone. Look at that. That's right. He paid a price. But he said his shoulder. It's his collarbone. I like how he said he hurt his shoulder and then Santel grimaced, but prior to that, he was fine. But as soon as he mentioned the shoulder, oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. Shit, that hurt. Here's Callus again. We're seeing way too much Callus on this show. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's like three segments in a row now. Oh, right after he installs the mineral spot in the boys' locker room. Oh, he's an independent contractor, so he took a risk, so too bad. He says that he bears no responsibility. He also has a pipe in his hand, which is very odd. He's smoking a tobacco pipe for fun, just on an impact. <laughs> yeah. You're so concerned about his shoulder. Oh, then you pay his bills, Watts, because TNA is not paying him. And Don Callis isn't paying him. It's pretty aggressive. <laughs> Insensitive. I am, I wouldn't pay for it either. The Saban section. How many different sections are there in the crowd now? We got the heel section. We have the Saban section. We have the TNA Chad section. We have the asshole section. We asshole have, section. Um, there's got to be more. Oh, God. This was conducted on September the 18th. It was the day (laughs) after he was canned. Um, Hey, speaking of this... Why why do you have to word it like canned? Because it totally doesn't care. Well, apparently this interview is going to be airing over the next several weeks. Mm. Even in edited form, it was terrible, Dave says. And it went nowhere. And Dave says that... He says, I was told it was even worse unedited by someone who got to see it before it ran. So apparently this is, like, really bad. This is the first time in the history of our sport that I got a crack at health insurance. This is so stupid. Wait a second, Rowdy. Uh, Just because we have jobs and work doesn't mean we have health care automatically. I pay a pretty penny for health insurance, though. <laughs> right. Is his microphone not attached to him? Dude, it sounds so weird right now. Let's be realistic about the situation. There's two wrestling, national wrestling companies. Well, I don't know eight. if I'd say, I don't know if I'd. And now TNA is, clo- they both have closed the door on Roddy Piper. I don't know if TNA is a national company. I mean, I understand they're on pay-per-view, but they don't have a national TV deal. National. Should Piper just move to movies and television? No! No! Sure, if I were to get in the Screen Actors Guild, I'd have health insurance, but no! No. I want to be a wrestler with no health insurance. Is it time to change and become another human being? What? 
I gave a hip to this business. And then we cut away to a different question. Because it probably just goes on rambling. <laughs> Mike today doesn't want to ask this question at all. Righty Piper? Do you have any final words? You got any bubble gum? Because <laughs> I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Piper's getting wicked close. They're zooming in. They made one mistake. I can't even hear him. Dude, no, they cut it off. There's no audio. He's just not a gimmick. Is that on purpose or they fuck up? They fucked up. But anyways, October the 22nd, Jeff Jarrett gets a shot at what? Holy mother. <laughs> hey, um, Jeff Jarrett's backstage now. He's got a guitar. He's got a TNA jacket. And that sex versus TNA like poster. And AJ Styles getting ready. In his American Eagle shirt. Yeah, great. Ooh. <laughs> Suddenly have lost my train of thought again. I, I do too. Like, what the hell, man? Bubble Trinity butt. leading Sonny Siaki and ECMO to the ring. Sonny Siaki's now, tights has a big, like, money. Is it money sign or is it just an S on his crotch? And it looks I, like it's, like, made of glow sticks. It's it does. Right. It almost looks like a fucking sea dragon. Oh, maybe it is. But I don't know. Uh, Dallas, you know that ECMO was Umaga, right? Yes. Okay, thank God. If you had said no, I would have laughed so hysterically. Yes, I did know that. I don't know if I knew he was in TNA, however, until we saw it. Oh, wait. I have fucking Indian news. Yeah, dude, come on, stop slacking. I'm I'm oh, to slack with all these news and notes. I'm just goodbye. gonna I'm just I'm just gonna drop the Indian news. That way I can just watch the shows. No, we like uh, Mad Mikey. He was busy on September 27th. He won a battle royal for PWI in California, and then on the same day he won and lost the tag titles with oh. Hook Bomberry to and from the Iron Saints. Wow. Uh, Shark Boy defeated BJ Whitmer on September 19th for NBWA. And then he lost to Cody Hawk on September 25th for HWA. And then Sonny Siaki, he teamed up with Elix Skipper to fight Alan Funk and Mike Sanders to a no contest on September 27th for VPW. Wow. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of double teams. They just did a double 619 to ECMO and have taken down Sunny Saki, but now ECMO's in the ring. Sidekicks, Mad Mikey, and Full Nelson kind of front slams. Shark Boy there. Like it's like twisted. a Full Nelson twisting flatliner type of deal there. Yeah. Rudy Charles is like, God damn it, get out of the ring. They Why do I feel ECMO would be... I think ECMO would be a lot of fun in a singles role. I think there's definitely some potential there. And I feel like Siaki is lost in the shuffle completely here. Yeah, he so has a swing side slam on Shark Boy. <clears throat> Ever since his X Division title run, that's just been like, he's just there. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I mean, his D-Lo stuff was enjoyable, but he hasn't but, advanced upward. He, yeah. He's in a tag team. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh my god, he's punted oh, wow, a swing neckbreaker by Siaki on Shark Boy. Apparently, ECMO is actually going to be going by ECMO Fatu. 
But like they haven't called them that yet. But that's what's they've listed. literally just called them ECMO, yeah. Um. Also, Mad Mikey did a radio interview last week, according to oh. Brian Alvarez. There's not a lot of fun stuff, but he put over TNA saying that it was the most fun he'd had since he'd been utilized correctly in WWE. So I feel like every time he does interviews, a shark boy bites uh, ECMO's ass. Uh, I feel like every time he does it, Mad Mikey's like, I'm having so much fun. Yeah, but what does he mean by utilize correctly? Yeah, do you like that line? I thought that was pretty interesting. What does he expect? In- oh, Oh, Good night. Butt splash there. That's gotta hurt. Uh, I mean, no disrespect to Crash Holly, but the hardcore division was no longer a thing, and I, he's probably referencing his run as the comedic hardcore guy, right? Well, that's kind of what I took it as, and like, is that used correctly? I guess I don't know. I guess that was probably fun, so I guess you could take it that way. Siaki just did like a springboard splash onto Sharkboy while he was over Ekmo's knee. That didn't look like it felt good. No. Um. Yeah, and I mean he, and by the end of his his run in WWE, he was part of like the cruiserweights, but he was like a job guy. And I'm not saying Crash Holly was a bad worker or anything, but I I think he certainly ran his course in that company. So. Hang Hangman's noose neckbreaker by Sharkboy. Can he tag in his angry little uh, partner there? Come on, just do it. Swim over there and tag him. Come on, Ekmo guy. Here comes Mad Mikey. Duck under. Hammering away on the larger opponent that is Ekmo. Throwing Mad Mikey in the corner. Goes for a splash, but misses. Mad Mikey... Slice, well, not really slice, but like just a bulldog. like a bulldog. Off the back of Ekmo to Sunny Siaki. And then he moved and Ekmo splashed Siaki. Yeah, he hit an elbow drop when Mad Mikey had left 15 seconds before he even jumped. <laughs> so maybe he just doesn't like Sunny Siaki. There you go. Fists in the corner at both Shark Boy and Mad Mikey. And now they're doing both biting the head. Mikey sent over the top to the floor. Sharkboy going to the top rope. Looking for a crossbody. Caught by ECMO. This is not going to end well. Oh, oh, that's nice. He has him in a press slam, and Siaki runs over to hit a cutter on the way down. That was good. And he didn't even drop him. His Siaki had to jump up, grab the neck, and then bring him down. That's yeah. even more devastating. ECMO. ECMO. Frog splash. Fucking murders him with a big splash out of the top. That's got to be it. That's it. That's Sign me up with ECMO. He's, dude, that was good. I liked, I think I like the tag team, but I'm all about ECMO. I do like the tag team, dude. I think the moves they were doing together and stuff were are smooth. They worked really well. Give me an ECMO abyss match. I think I'd like that. Siaki has Mad Mikey power bombs him. Oh no, are they gonna fucking t- put him on top of each other? Yeah, I think he is. Oh, yep, they sure Okay, did. well, that's one way to put him on top of each other. Putting them in the Lenny and Bruce position, also known as the 69er. Here comes D'Lo Brown. He, he, 
Yeah, he promised payback. He said he was going to watch the match. He's a little late, but he's here. Yeah. Oh, counter. Ekmo, Irishwhip, D'Lo, twist through. A couple punches off the rope. What's he doing? Another punch. That's it. He's just punching him. Big man's rocking clothesline. He turns him inside out. A rikishi bump. Are you down, Are you with, the down with the brown? Down with the brown, says. <laughs> I close down because of the brown. What? Oh, Trinity's oh, here. She tried he to go for a low blow, but D-Lo blocked it, yeah. Oh. Jesus. Done. Sky high. Oh, Man. here's the red shirts. Oh, sorry. It was the lowdown. Damn it. My bad. Wait, that's the lowdown? That's what today said. I didn't think it was, though. Am I right? Well, it should be the lowdown. The sky high should be the frog splash. We've talked about this almost every time D'Lo wrestles. What are they doing? Are they handcuffing him? No, dude. The lowdown is the frog splash, so I knew it. I knew it was the sky high. Yes, you're right. Screw you, Mike Tanay. Uh, well, they're handcuffing him. They're having a real hard time doing it. Oh, wow, they're just dragging him right out. Oh, my God, they're choking him. Jeez. And Callus is just pointing the pipe at him, which looks like he's got a gun, but it's a pipe, so don't worry. This is obsessive. The last time someone pulled the gun out, the whole uh, arena was pretty fucking quiet, so we probably shouldn't do that again. No. Now they're going outside the uh, the venue here. There's they Chris just, Vaughn. They just threw him into the parking lot with handcuffs on? Swinger, Diamond, David Young, and Glenn Gilberti doing a sit-down interview with Mike Tanay. Well, Swinger's back. What, he was gone. Did he, did yeah. he have like an emergency surgery or something like that? Yeah, he, uh, I had a note on this. It's my final note, actually. And they'll probably talk about it during this. But Swinger had emergency appendectomy this past week. So David Young was filling in for him. Hmm. Why... Gilberti looks the most unprofessional of the group. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll shirt. A silver yeah. chain, uh, like a beret, and sunglasses. Dude, hilarious look. Diamond is telling Mike Tanay to get used to this. They're the flag bearers here. Apodectomy. So, Swinger, tell us your condition. Says, let's be honest, Mike. You don't care about me or my family. The truth is, the tr average person would be out six months a year, even for good. He'll be back in a week. Wow. Well, I think he's saying he was back in one week because he's back right now. Even if that's still impressive. Well, you know what. I bet you he has to come back because he doesn't have health insurance. And if he was listening to the Roddy Piper interview, this is their opportunity to get it. Well, look at Gilberti right now. Looks like he's doing the disco duck shit again. Look what is Ricky. on the side of his... What is going on? He has sideburns and then an additional sideburn? <laughs> is that what that's supposed to be? I don't know. He's got sideburns and then like... Underneath it's like his struck. ear, yeah, it. it's like going... Did he miss a spot shaving? I don't know what is going on. It's a what? long line. And it doesn't look like it's on the other side, but I can't turn no. it tell. 
Oh, it might be. Oh, David Young's not part of the group. Now he's offended. Oh, wow. He's like, dude, we came out together. We were the team. Glenn. Sorry, Glenn, dude. Glenn, I'm in the match, team. Glenn. It's one week. Glenn, Glenn, I'm in the I'm in the match this week, Glenn. I'm gonna show you, Glenn. You wanna show me what you got? Okay. So Glenn's about to make a match for him. Let me help you, all right? He didn't know how to say that because he hesitated and he was like, wait a minute. Oh, so Gilberti says, why don't you take my place in my match against Sandman and you prove it to me and he'll reconsider letting him join the group. This is kind of awkward because they like awkwardly needed David Young to fill in, but. Oh, my God. Sorry. Okay, that just. But anyway, so David Young's essentially going to get thrown to the curve, but um, they're doing a backstage interview with Scott Hudson, (laughs) Jeff Jarrett. And Dusty Rhodes, who is wearing throwback tights. He's wearing his trunks. The trunks, yeah. I mean, Russo is baggage. <sighs> Jeff Jarrett and Dusty Rhodes. Face Jeff Jarrett with Dusty Rhodes right now. I know I'm an old man. I know I got a few more pounds than most people do. Well, let me tell you something, AJ Styles. He's not paying attention to old school. Okay, so Dusty's just going off here, man. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Screw I never you, really baggage. I mean, he's definitely speaking English. I just don't know what the hell he's talking about. It's going to be a learning process for AJ Styles tonight. Listen, Scott. Listen to the My World podcast where we're going to get real granular, okay? 100%. Period. Well, as a side note, as Jarrett's just rambling about the same stuff, did you have you listened to the episode about the Monday Night War? Uh, I did, and let me tell you that episode—that's the type of shit I want. Russo is wearing. Alice, did you hear him smash the baseball bat on the table? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking plastic. He made it abundantly clear it's a plastic baseball bat. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, but yeah, that te- that episode with Jeff Jarrett in the Monday Night Wars is exactly what I want to what I want to hear. Do I honestly care about what Jeff Jarrett thinks of individual matches on Hard Justice 2006? No, I want to know the backstage fucking dirt, dude, on stuff that they're doing. I want to know about the business and creative side of Jeff Jarrett. Well, um, as a side note, here comes David Young. He's about to be facing the Sandman. So during the entrances here, I'd like to bring up the point that they talked about during that episode where they were saying, like, Dixie addressed the wrestlers. and then they I, aired, I remember that. And they aired the meeting. I, I sorted it, but, like, not enough to, like, really remember it. And here comes Sandman. And so I decided to then pause the podcast to watch it. And I was, like, mind blown. 
Because, like, when you realize, like, that's not, like, a setup and, like, that was the real meeting, it's like, yo, fuck you, Dixie. Like, she's being a jerk. Is it on YouTube? Oh, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's only a couple minutes long. On Impact Wrestling's YouTube channel. Oh, wow. Type in, like, Dixie Carter addresses the roster or something. You'll find it really easy. Yeah, it was really great. So uh, just to chill a little bit more, the My World podcast, if you're especially a TNA fan, is really fucking good. Yeah, it is. I, I didn't listen to, like, I didn't listen to one of them. But like, I, I don't care about, uh, like, his individual matches when they're like, oh, we're talking about SummerSlam 99 and your match with uh, Xbox it's like, or 98. It's like, I don't care about that. I want to know about the businessman Jeff Jarrett. Well, am I am I like too biased to like? No, Samian was nice enough to give the smash uh, beer can to someone in the audience. That's actually kind of a cool little souvenir. Uh, you're not well. You did get spit on, so you kind of deserve it. But I'm about to pee my pants, so I'll, I'm going to be right back. Okay. Samian's still entering, so if Bob goes quick, he won't miss anything. And he's dumping beer into people's mouth. Uh, Sam had dumped beer into my underage cousin's mouth at a local wrestling show once, and uh, that almost didn't end well for him. He was also drunk during that show and fell asleep during the match. Okay, there we go. We're finally around ringside. Uh, Sam man's shirt said it's a TNA shirt, and it says, I smacked it raw more times than something. I didn't even turn around again. Wait, he's ringside, but now he's standing on a chair... He's still entering. He's still drinking beer. David Young's sick of it. There he goes. So David Young immediately goes after Sandman. David Young from the top rope with a clothesline to Sandman, almost like three quarters of the way across the ring. Goes for a cover, but that didn't work. Bob has made it back. He missed nothing. Sandman barely just finished his entrance. David Young to the top rope, going for a moonsault. Sandman gets his knees up. Okay, so Sandman's shirt says, I smacked it raw more than something, and I want more, I think. It's a TNA shirt. Very weird one. I've never seen this one before. Can you hear me good or what? Yeah, man, you're back. Okay. <clears throat> Sandman rolling into the corner into David Young. Cannonball splash there. Yeah, I figured taking a piss break during a David Young match uh, wouldn't be the worst. See, what's that say? I smacked it raw. Oh, I want it more. I want more. That's what it says. I smacked it raw, and I want more. And then the TNA logo. Very, very interesting. <clears throat> I wonder if that was an actual shirt or if he just made that himself. I don't know, dude. There's a TNA logo on the front and back, so I'm saying it's real. God, that was... Oh, jeez. Just hit David Young hung up on the top rope and then got to the got to the corner and jumped off of I don't know if it was supposed to be a leg drop or what it was, but No, it was. He does that move a lot. Or he did do that move a lot. I uh I feel bad for David Young. I would have 
rather have seen uh, Gilberti get his butt kicked here. I agree with that. I, I do feel like, Dave, I'm telling you, dude, they bring David Young in, and all of a sudden the swinger's back already. They put David Young in a really shitty place. Yeah. I'm assuming Sandman's bleeding because of a beer can, not because of anything David Young did. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, he did like four beer cans, at least. And then he was like decided he got to the round ringside, stood on a chair, and then David Young attacked him after he did like another beer can. So Sandman has David Young on the guardrail. He's going all the way to the other side, and he runs and jumps off a chair, splashes David Young. His inner Sabu has come out. I was out. just going to say, he thinks he's freaking Sabu here. If you're following along at home, we're at an hour, 12 minutes, and 48 seconds. There's our favorite fan right in the front there. She's there. Now, she had been gone for a few months before she made her return, didn't she? At least in that As, seat. At least in that seat that we could tell, yeah. And then we're talking about the fan who would not give Brian Lawler a chair, like, <laughs> like over a year ago at this point from the crowd. It's awesome. It's amazing. We're back in the ring, and if this was... I hate to say this. If this was anyone besides David Young, I'd probably care a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Young just hit a Northern Lights suplex into the corner. He's I'm, so, I'm sorry. Like, I feel bad saying that, but, like... Well, it's a, I mean, it's nothing against David Young. We just don't like his job. Yeah, I don't know. And, and I, it's Sandman, though, too. I mean... Well, you see, Sandman's entertaining in, like, hardcore matches. This is not a hardcore match. Oh, he's humping his match. wiener in his face. Hurricane Rana. Oh, that's more of Well, a he calls sport. it the Heineken Rana. Oh, okay. I got it. Senton off or a Swanton really off the uh, top. Dude, Sandman's doing more wrestling moves in this match than I've ever seen. He won. He won with a Swanton. I smacked it huh. raw. I want more. That's an awful shirt. Yeah, I, I'm surprised it didn't catch on. Now, uh, I feel like a wrestler should come out here and be like, I want your hard 10 trophy. I saw uh, Chris Saban coming out here and he's putting, I want your trophy. Where is, his, where is his hard 10 trophy? Is that broken? I don't know where the fuck that went, to be honest with you. Oh, fuck. Gilberti with a chair. He was waiting for it. He turned around anticipating the chair shot, and it wasn't there yet. Yep, Gilberti leveled him with a chair. Swinger and Diamond slowly walking down to the ring now. Gilberti looks so ridiculous. He looks horrible. They're going to reunite with David Young now. Uh, why would Don West say that? They, well, they're fucking joking. They're gonna beat him up because he's not part of the group. Yes, Diamond has the chair. Well, I wonder what he's gonna do with it. He's probably gonna give him a seat, right? And like, yeah, hey. absolutely. Look, they they're lifting his arm up, dude. You're part of the yeah, team, man. Like, Thanks, guys. Now you're gonna turn around and then you're gonna get fucking destroyed with a chair shot over that. Look, they're hugging him, dude. You're so good. Look at Swinger with Thanks, the thumbs Glenn. up. Thanks, Glenn. Oh, right in the back. Over the back. Didn't see that coming. Oh. And I can't wait, because like now next week, David Young's going to be like, uh, I'm going to prove to you I really want to be part of it. And it's like, dude, we just killed you with a chair shot. Why do you still want to be part of our group? Oh, three life crew. Oh, they're Easy James. Run killings. Conan. 
If it was just Conan and Grand Killings, I'd like to group a little bit better, but it's okay. It's all right. Yes, their new single, Last Week, if you never heard it, if you listen to last week's episode and you listen all the way to the end, you'll you'll hear it. Okay, uh, Russo, stop hitting the plastic bat on everything. Wait, he just knocked on Jeff Jarrett's door with the plastic bat said, dude, I'm here in peace. I'm not here to fight. He's like, you think Dusty cares about you? I'm your friend. I've always been your friend, and I'm the only one who cares about you. Am I the only one who thinks that, listening to the My World podcast, that Jeff Jarrett, like, uh, I feel like every time Conrad's like, you and Russo are buddy-buddy, I feel like he wants to, like, slap Conrad when he says that. Well, I think that's why he's doing it. But, I mean, that's always been the narrative. I always thought they were buddy-buddies. Apparently, they just worked really well together and were always associated. That's kind of what it is. Pain is my addiction. <gasps> Vampiro. It's Vampiro. Oh, I thought this was a video package. This is entrance. Oh, but he has the new church song. Yeah. Oh, yo. Oh, yo. Pain is my addiction. There's the disciples of the new church. Vampiro. Oh, Shane Douglas with them, too. I forgot about Shane. So Slash, Sin, Father James Mitchell. You said Shane Shane wrestled on Explosion, right? He did. Yeah, that explains why. Looks like uh, Father James Mitchell is about to talk. He's got a microphone. Okay, is he gonna is he gonna say anything? He's waiting for the music then. I know he is. <laughs> you can tell he's like, okay. All right, guys, I'm here. I Look, didn't he, walk that slow. There we go. Quote the devil, nevermore. I love how like Mitchell and Douglas are both known for their trademark laps and they're working together. That's a really great point. He's going to publicly thank the franchise, Shane Douglas. Is Vampiro wearing red tights? There's definitely red on them. Interesting. Oh, it's like, oh, those are cool. Those are wicked cool. It's like red on the sides. It looks like a, like, kind of like a blood drip almost. Yeah. You drove the final nail in Raven's coffin. You threw him off the balcony and you hung him. They didn't throw him off, but you hung him, so we'll give it that. I guess that's not blood. It's just like red lines, but it still looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Wait, so that this looks like the end of the agreement. He kind of was like, anytime you need anything, let me know. Well, New Church and James yeah. Mitchell moving on to phase two. So Douglas was part of phase one then? Yeah. It'll be darker and more nefarious. And so that makes me feel that makes me feel that he could incorporate Abyss into like a phase three or something. 
You know yeah, I mean? that's what. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Three Life Crew. True. Now this is going to be interesting because if Three Life Crew are like number one contenders for the tag titles, are they going to lose to New Church? No. People in the asylum do love Three Life Crew, though. Not, but not, I mean, this crowd has been dead. I mean, Conan's trying, and they're just like, no. Say, hey. Yo, 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 let me speak on this. Hey, Rudy Charles, you want to feel this shirt? That's enough. Oh, Vampiro is like a mohawk and stuff. I don't remember, like, this specific Vampiro look here. Where where the hell is he? He's not, He was on the ground, ringside. Shane Douglas on commentary. There he is. He's right over there. Okay. Here we go. This is a pretty interesting match, though. You got uh, Slash and uh, Ron Killings kicking it off here. Hip toss by Slash. Misses the elbow drop. Arm drag by Killings. Another one. Perfect. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, we only got one more match after this. And apparently it might not even happen if it's any, you know, it's up to Vince Russo. Well, if Russo's saying he has a way to get out of it, I'm assuming he has a way to get out of it and maybe there'll be somebody else in it. Oh. That's what I'm thinking. If there were to be that type of bait and switch, I don't know. Interesting. Sin gets tagged in. Starts being beat as, oh, are we going to do it? Axe kick, scissors axe kick. kick. Come on, Tanae, help me here. Scissor kick. I mean, yes, but it's also an axe kick. Conan gets in. That was weird. He just drop kicked him on the back of the knee. What's this? Conan. I think he just humped his arm before putting him in like a hammer lock. Oh, he's got his leg around his head, too. This is kind of cool. And he got out very quickly. And he puts him right. in and grab. Oh, he's grabbing these arms. Oh, jeez. Oh, I can't remember the name of that move, but... It's like a pendulum. Yeah, it is. Nice shoving his fingers down so they're like he's mankind. Tanae's saying he's going back to his roots by doing all these submission moves. I don't know if I knew Conan I, as a submission I, wrestler, but what do I, I know? I don't either. Oh, I go. mean, unless he's referencing his Mexico stuff, but Rolls I through. That's either. I I feel like that's got to be what he's referencing, but like I didn't know. Whoa, uh, he spun around and turned into a reverse DDT on Sin. I can't remember if uh, Conan and Vampiro at this time still hated each other. Well, uh, he Vampiro just tagged himself in, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. Because I know in WCW, they fucking hated each other because of stuff that happened in Mexico. Really? Yeah. 
I mean, Conan does oh. look like he's ready to fight him or something. So. Oh, he did that Rolling Thunder clothesline. Yeah. Turned him inside out. Vampiro goes to the outside. VG James gets tagged in, so that was a very quick interaction between them. I honestly don't know if I've ever... Oh, talking about Puerto Rican promotion. Yeah, I think it said October 7th they were going to be an IWA or something like that. Jeff Jarrett's going to be on the card and everything, so we'll uh, hear that probably next week's uh, episode with some indie news. If it's on the cage match, who knows? If it's on the cage match. We'll find out. I don't know if I've seen any of Vampiro's like stuff in Mexico, and I know that's like his good shit, so I really need to do that. I don't think I have either. I'm going for a kick, but BG ducks it. Big boot to BG James. Mm. He sort of just tagged Sinan. Yeah, I mean, Sinan didn't even have his hand out. Sin has BG James delivers a bag breaker. Slash with a slingshot leg drop. That looked pretty good. I hate to use a cliche, but they're working together like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane Douglas. Speaking of uh, healthcare, though, from earlier, Shane Douglas at one point said that he was going to have a company that had full healthcare and everything, and guess what? It never happened. Bob, listen, a lot of things don't happen. It's unfortunate. I know. Doesn't doesn't AEW offer healthcare to their uh, wrestlers? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I would hope so. I think they do. I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me, guys. I would imagine they would. I mean, Tony Khan, well, not Tony Khan, but his father at least, is uh, a gazillionaire. So um, Tony has quite a bit of money himself. So. Pump Handle Slam on Slash. Yeah, but that's kind of like from his dad. Pump Handle Slam there by BJ James. It don't matter how he's got it, man. I'm just saying. His father technically owns it. AEW. Yeah, good. Like, Keep feeding Tony's us money. He's like the CEO or whatever. The Impero and Ron Killings are now in there. It was a little sloppy. Slash and Sin going for a okay. clothesline, but nope. Ron Killings ducks, comes back with a drop kick to both of them. Vampiro grabs Ron Killings, whips him into the corner. Slash was in the way, though, but he just moved. Oh, spring roll, cartwheel, back, split. BG James taking uh, Vampiro, holding him up. Nice kick oh. there. Ron Killings there. Oh, BG going for something. It looked like a submission after, but Slash stopped him. Ron Killings going after Vampiro now, and we're all over the place, so we're going to miss a lot, probably. Oh, huge kick to Vampiro. I hope we don't uh, miss the finish again. That would suck. I'd be pretty upset, yeah. But you know what? Now if Shane Douglas isn't with the New Church, what the hell are they going to do with Shane Douglas? Um, I don't know. Slam. I mean, he's not feuding with Raven anymore, so then what, what are you going to pivot to? What is that? 
Oh, Vampiro's got the cane from Mitchell. Clotheslines Ryan Killings with it right on the throat. Oh, but the ref saw it. Are you are you are you kidding me? The referee is actually doing his job correctly, and he saw that. I have a feeling that wasn't supposed to happen because Vampiro's still going. Huge spin kick to Ron Killings. Wait, Raven. Oh, there's Raven, and I love how Vampiro just stayed there to get beat up. Slash coming over trying to help out. What does he have a chain around his neck? Yeah, dude, it's a huge chain around his neck, and he's yeah. just going with it around it. Raven effect on Vampiro. I don't hate the look. If you were to like keep that. Oh, sidekick to Vampiro. Oh shit! He just kicked James Mitchell. He fucking jumps so high in the air. Oh, oh wait a, a minute. Dog collar. Yeah, is he gonna put it on Mitchell? Oh or... shit! Oh, he's, he's just wrapping the chain around his neck. Choking him with it. That's for sure. Douglas stopping that. Well, it looks like we're not done, huh? Well, I mean, he did offer his, like, Mitchell offered his assistance if you need it. So maybe Douglas is like, well, I better keep this guy in my back pocket. Now Douglas is getting beat up. This is more than I shall let this guy back. Wait, Raven wasn't even in action today. No, he wasn't. So they just had him there for the fun of it? Look at my face, Jim Mitchell. He's on the microphone. You and the new church have left me beaten, battered, and bloodied. You shaved my head and humiliated me. And last week, you tried to hang me. You're looking at a man with nothing left to lose. He's right. Jim Mitchell, I will make you suffer internally and eternally. But I won't come for you first. What's he going to do? What do you guys think he's going to do before he says it? Let us know in the comments. Did he say he won't come for him? Not first. Not first. He said that he won't come to him first. He wants him to bear witness as he takes out Vampiro, the church, and Shane Douglas. One by one, he will eliminate them until only you and I are left standing. Hmm. Dream blood, Jim Mitchell. Dream blood. Did he say Shane Douglas too or no? Yeah. So he's going to have another match with Douglas. That's what he's saying. He's... Okay, we get it, Rick. Okay, now he's really getting into it. Jesus. He's going to keep hearing the words Raven. Raven, Raven, he's gonna his heart's gonna be beating so fast he's thinking he's gonna choke while he's dreaming in his bed. That's essentially what he just said, but yeah. Okay, Raven. <laughs> Dream blood. He will have his retribution. Okay. Both the Raven. Nevermore. Okay. Thank you. We get it. 
You're going to kill the guy. Cool. That was aggressive enough. Wow. Well, we're at an hour, 32 minutes, and 17 seconds, and we potentially have one match left. We'll see what's going to happen during this. I hopefully, I really hope it's not... Well, with entrances and everything, it's probably going to be like 15 minutes or so. I think so. Yes, the Disciples, Vampiro, Shane Douglas, leading to Father James Mitchell. Look at the kid in the Vampiro mask, dude. Holy That's shit. That's creepy shit. Okay, Don maybe West, it's tell not us what's a happening kid. Maybe in one week. That's true. We got a rematch. Kid Cash and Abyss versus America's Most Wanted again next week. But there's a stipulation. Oh, God. Terry Taylor is the special referee. I wonder what's going to happen there. Chris Sabin putting the X Super X Trophy on the line against... Michael Shane in the X Division title. So a title versus trophy match. Ravens music still playing. Just everyone is aware. That was last week. Yeah, we know. About uh, Rick Santel being injured. Yeah, it's college. Well, Chris Vaughn. Chris Vaughn and D'Lo Brown against the Red Shirts. You ready for the main event? Does that mean let's, somebody let's got D'Lo out of the parking lot with his handcuffs or what? Uh, I hope so. Main event time here on TNA. Let's do this. Um, I'm going to say, unless they announce something else, next week's looking pretty weak. What makes you think that? They announced a red shirt security match as one of the main matches. Yeah, with Chris Vaughn and D'Lo. Come on. Oh. I mean, Saban and Shane, I mean, hopefully will be good. But then we get well, a rematch I, with Terry fucking Taylor as the referee. Like, who gives a shit? Well, that's like the saving grace match, the uh, X Division match. Here comes Vince Russo, AJ Styles with Trinity, who decided to not wear a miniskirt this week with Dusty around, so it's probably a good idea. Yeah, she probably learned her lesson. She was like, listen, Dusty really enjoyed that. Keep a couple of layers on. Did she change from earlier? No, she's wearing the same attire. Okay. It's almost like a Harley Quinn look, black and red. Yeah. Russo's got his New Jersey uh, Devils hockey gear on because he's stealing Norman Smiley's gimmick, that piece of crap. Well, that and he's got his plastic baseball bat. And we can confirm it was plastic because we heard it on the desk. Yeah, the way he fucking hit it on the table. That was bad, dude. Jerry gained his entrance, and I'm sure Dusty will get his own entrance, right? He's not going to come out with Jerry. There's no way. Okay, come on, Jarrett. We fucking get it. You've been to Dublin. Great. <laughs> Memphis, Nashville. Memphis, Atlanta. that's where you're from. Okay, great. Jeff Jarrett. Wait, he said their opponents. No, first. Oh, shit. Uh, he's from, yeah, where is he? There he is. Whoa, wow, dude. Wow, I did not think he was going to come out with Jarrett. That's very, very surprising. And you know Dusty's taking this super seriously with his fucking trunks on, so. Well, I think that's actually a pretty important thing to note, though. Every other Dusty match, he's been wearing, like, jeans. Yeah. I mean, they've been bunkhouse brawls for those. Well, for the most part, but a bunch of those have also been tag matches. At least two of them. Yeah. 
So I do think it's a pretty important thing to point out. He's wearing like his wrestling gear. It's weird though. Oh, it's well, it's certainly weird. Yeah. Jarrett's got his guitar. Jarrett with oh. his uh, breakaway guitar as well. Do you th- I don't think Russo's going to actually get involved in this, is he? I mean, chances are no. I could see him taking that guitar shot maybe at the end. But I don't. I can't see much else happening besides that. I don't even know if I've ever seen Russo actually do a move. Now that I'm thinking of it. He's had a handful of matches. I don't think he's actually... I don't know if he has either. Now that you connect say that. with a move, he does some punches. I think, right? He's done. I mean, he's done. Yeah, those but I'm talking like a pile driver. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. He ain't doing any of that. Here we go, guys. It looks like we potentially have Styles and Dusty starting us off. There's the bell. We're an hour thirty-seven minutes and eighteen seconds. We have roughly 13 minutes left of the show. I'm so excited. Look at Dusty's face. He's like, I'm going to teach this boy a lesson. In, in he has a look tradition. of like, this is, like this is going to be fun. But he knows he's not about to sell anything for AJ. He's just going to fucking kick his ass and then leave the ring. <laughs> Uh, speaking of AJ Styles, though, he had uh, one indie match. He defeated Johnny Storm on September 27th for VPW. Hmm. And that's all there is. What about uh, Russo? For indie news? Yeah. Yeah. Dusty? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Jarrett? Dusty doesn't really wrestle a whole lot. Even on the indies. What about so. Andrew Thomas, the referee? No. Okay. Trinity? This fucking guy. No. Okay. Well, actually, Wait, I, didn't, so, I didn't even really look for Trinity, so I, I don't know that one. But. Um, You know, I, I just thought about this. Russo tried really hard all night to get out of this, and they never really got anywhere besides, like, I guess you're not getting out of it, because here we are. Right. So they, like, teased that the main event wasn't even going to happen just to piss people off for a hot minute, and then they're like, no, just kidding. Psych, just joking. Psych, you bought the pay-per-view. You're stuck now. <laughs> Even if it's not happening, we got your nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. This ain't no one cent pay-per-view, baby. No. Get him, Dusty. Dusty with an elbow to Styles knocks him down. Twist the arm. See you tag Jared in? Yes. Here comes double day. It's my world. Oh, look at that elbow from the middle rope. Devastating. Absolutely. Do we go into the crowd in this match? I feel like we we might not actually in this one, but... Elbow to Jared as he ran to Styles. Interesting point, Don West says. Styles doesn't have a wrestling partner. So he barely has a partner in Vince Russo over this. Well, that's what I was just thinking, too. I mean, it's like a handicap match. Really, yeah. Jared doing the strut. Damn you, Jackie Fargo. Swinging neckbreaker by Jared. I'm telling you, I don't think Russo's going to do 
anything. Uh, probably not. Which makes me think that he thinks that he's a draw just by being there. I mean... It definitely intrigued us. I don't know if I would say it would have drawn me to buy this pay-per-view, but... I don't think it would have. Unless you like really were like, damn, I want to see him get his ass kicked. I'm buying, I'm paying ten bucks. But I don't know if that is even enough. Yeah, I don't think it is for me. Styles whips Jarrett into the corner. I need a little bit oh. more than that. Open over. Oh, it goes after Russo, but Russo jumps down. He's scared. He just he got his jaw on the apron. See, dude, now that I know that bat's plastic, I can tell by looking at it. Well, of oh, course. Right. Springboard dropkick here by uh, Styles. On to Jarrett. Well, could you imagine if they actually... Well, I mean, I guess they would be suggesting it's wooden. Well, yeah, but I also, I also feel like I just thought it was, like, rubber, maybe. I don't know if I would have guessed plastic, though. Like a plastic... I would, have de- I would have guessed rubber. Yeah. I remember... Uh, Jim Duggan using a rubber two by four. Dude, you remember he, you telling me about this? And he hit somebody with it and it bent because <laughs> it's rubber. And, and Duggan's reaction just like, well, <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, was, yeah, <laughs> tough guy. <laughs> Tags Dusty in, and of course Styles is just continually getting his ass beat because Russo ain't tagging him. No. Going for a suplex. There he is. A, like a brain buster. I think that, that might be more of his dust. He just fell over. I don't know. If I think it is. It was almost like a stalling over. suplex. And then the way he fell was kind of sideways. Yeah. Flip, flop, and fly? What the hell does that mean? Are you ready for some flip, flop, and fly? Chop off the dusty. But uh, there he goes. He almost he almost didn't go down. Yeah, flip flop and fly. Uh, dude, you can even hear when he hits Dusty with it that it's a plastic bat. Oh my god! Yeah, man, that plastic back to the plastic bat uh, to the knee there. Oof, it's career threatening. I like the sign in the front there, in case you hear booze, and there's a guy, and he has a tissue box on it, so you can get tissues. <laughs> I mean, you gotta give credit to the fans in the asylum are good with their signs. Dude, they do got some wicked good signs. Some good stuff. Russo wants in. Holy shit. Russo is tagged is in the match. Oh, but, uh, yeah, great. He's gonna drop an elbow or something, and then just leave. Wait, the ref doesn't care that he's using a foreign Referee discretion. Where's Terry Taylor? He's got to come out here. But like, wait a minute, he was using the thing. And it actually is a foreign object because it's Trinity's belt. It's not even Russo's own belt. Right. Jared trying to motivate Dusty. I mean, when you get hit on the knee with a plastic bat, I mean, <laughs> it's tough to find the motivation to just get up. To really, yeah, to like keep going. Yeah. I mean, I remember one time getting hit with a wiffle ball bat, and it was done. You were done. Yeah. Wait, Russo's back in. Look, he can barely get through the ropes. 
Why is Russo so sweaty? He hasn't done anything. Well, he's wearing an entire hockey gear. Oh, here we go. When I've taken him off. He threw the jersey at Jarrett. Dusty blocked it. Oh, my God. Yes, Joe, Dusty. Come on, dude. Come on. Oh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Did he just say that Russo ran like a woman? I think he might have, but I wasn't sure. Mm. (laughs) Dusty is uh, on his knees over the middle rope. Here comes Styles, and nope. Dusty moved out of the way, and Jarek gets tagged in. Here we go, my world. My world. Just hits the stroke, and then he kicks out at two and a half, so he's got to do the stroke again, but off the middle rope. Well, they, Holy they got a, shit. Oh, high elevated backdrop there. They're, uh, I'm surprised they're not going to brawl through the crowd tonight. I Well, that's what I was meant. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Russo gets knocked off wicked hard off the apron. Here comes Trinity going for her corona. No, Jarrett counters. Oh. Power bomb. Bam. See ya. Styles dropped onto the knee. Just gut bustered him. Kicked him on the knee. Should find that plastic bat. Going for the, calling for the figure four. Turns around, but Russo's right there. So Jarrett stops and goes after Russo, and he's going to do it to Russo instead. Yes, it's yes. My world. Do it. Lock it in, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. Great. Now Russo's going to be in this hold for about four minutes without tapping. Wait, is he tapping? Nope. Because well, Styles really has the baseball bat, and he's leaning. Oh, he got kicked though. <laughs> Jarrett countered the bat, but now Jarrett has the bat. There's a lot going on right now, guys. He's telling Russo to get up. Get up. Oh, right in the leg. But the oh, ref lets last. it go because the rat lacks rules, bro. He just the referee literally just shrugged. It's like, well, I don't like Vince, so I guess this is fine. He just knocked AJ. Well, I guess oh AJ's hanging upside down. He's back now, but look, here we go, dude. Uh, okay. A potential stroke off the middle rope. Oh, come on, really? Okay, great. Well, Russo gets the ring because he's still not knocked out for some reason. Here he's comes. Fucking, he's stiffing him. He's like, bro, get the fuck. Wait, Dusty, you're not the legal man. Just so you are aware of that. Stiffing him. Big elbow drop. Oh wow. Styles getting a face full. He's getting slapped. His ass was being slapped. Dusty was not the legal man, but he gets the pin. Fine. Why? Why are they insisting on like embarrassing the champion? Uh, AJ. Yeah, they spanking him and stuff. Like, really? We got to do that? I mean, yeah, that's some silly shit. <laughs> well, there's still plenty. There's still several minutes left in the show, so I feel like something's going to happen here. I feel like it has to, right? But what will it be? Is it just going to be uh, Jeff Jarrett cutting like a five-minute promo like he did on uh, the show before he fought Ron? Oh, man, dude, I hated that. That was that was bad. Yeah, that was not good. Oh, Styles does have a microphone, though. Let's hear what he's going to say. What the hell, Vince? Damn it, I'm going to go back to landscaping. I thought you said we could get out of this, and I'm getting spanked. He's throwing, again, Styles throwing like a temper tantrum ringside. That guitar is still not used. We have to get a guitar shot. Look at look at Jarrett smacking his what ass at Styles. Pucker up, AJ. <laughs> Screw you and your fat buddy. 
Two and zero, you fat piece of crap. Nobody embarrasses me like that. Nobody. Nobody. Well, he did. He literally used teabagging you and slapped your ass for a three count. Yeah, that definitely happened. You and me, Dusty Rhodes, mano y mano. You did, you did that last week. You want a Texas bull whip match? A Texas whatever. Styles doesn't know. What it's he like. doesn't know what it's called. A Texas bull rope. Russo says, what are you doing? Oh, he slapped Russo. Oh. Fuck. You don't own me. Nobody does. Trinity's like, yo, what are you doing? He just he just drilled them. Dude, yeah, he did. Dusty said, you want me next week in a bull rope match? You got me next week, but with one stipulation. It's for the world heavyweight title. Wait a second. Jarrett's not happy about that. No, he's not. Jarrett just turned around to Dusty and be like, what are you doing? Oh, Dusty just pushed Jarrett. Because Jarrett is supposed to be next in line. But AJ accepted. Oh, shit. What the hell, Dusty? It's my world. It's my title. Dude, Jared's pissed. Oh, well, Dusty. Well, oh, my God. They shoved the ref down. I would rather Dusty when I feel like I could beat Dusty before I could beat AJ from Jeff. Well, he's a legend. All right. So this can't. is not this big of a deal here, Jeff. Yes, it is. Hold on a second. Yes, it is. No, he's going to get he's going to go for the title. He'll, well, he'll beat AJ. Well, the, the thing that is interesting is, is like, Jarrett has a date for the title. So, like, does it have to be against Styles? Like, you already know what day you're getting a title. Match. Right, you're getting, yeah. It's not specifically oh just my- AJ. It's, <gasps> what is he doing? He, he just chucked one of them over the top rope to the floor. Yeah. Was that Vaughn? I don't know if it was, but he fucking. And we go off the air. Okay. It was wild. Mo well, Bob, what'd you think of that show? Um, I was bored. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. I was bored. So I was joking before saying, I know we're you know, could be 10 in a row. Now I'm just going to say it was bad. I was bored. So you full thumbs down here? You're done? I have my thoughts, but I want to hear what you think first. I mean, if I were to say thumbs down, then I'm saying that it was like offensively bad, which I don't think is the case. It's just, I was bored. I think for me, that was a very like middle of the road show. I think I got to be thumbs in the middle for that. I would be thumbs in the middle, but a thumbs in the middle to the point where like I was bored. Well, because the, the thing is, and I was thinking it almost the whole, not I, even by the time the main event happened, I was just thinking to myself, what happened? Well, here's the thing. If here's Let's put it in this context. If I had spent $10 on this, it's a thumbs down. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. In the context of how we're watching it now, it's, an, it's a thumbs in the middle. At best. 
thumbs in. I will not give it a thumbs up. It's at best a thumbs in the middle, but a very boring show. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I have to agree. And it sucks because, dude, we almost had time. Almost we had were time. on a hot streak, but unfortunately, you can't keep the streak going if we don't think that it's good. And unfortunately, this show, it didn't really offer anything. Not enough to not ruin really. my not enough to ruin my birthday, but yeah, uh, it, yeah, it didn't offer a lot. And then, kind of going into next week, dude, it's not looking that exciting. It might not get any easier. I don't know, man. I mean, we got a we got a title match between Dusty and Styles. I guess that's sort of exciting. I guess no, nah, no, no. Uh, they fought last week, so we don't. Yeah. Uh, Abyss and Kid Cash getting that rematch against America's Most Wanted, but Terry Taylor's the referee, so that's just fucking great. Yeah. Michael Shane and Chris Sabin, I think, is, should be a pretty good match. But then Chris Vaughn teaming with D'Lo versus the Red Shirts. Um, it, the fact that that's advertised in a way that it's like, you won't believe this match, is like right. some silly shit. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think in order for, at least looking at it on paper... To save next week's show, there has to be some like good ass segments or something. Yeah, because at least for what we're seeing advertised in ring wise, it might be a tough one. And see now, like the danger that you, I can see it being like it's twofold here, but you know they've they've advertised it as being October twenty second mm-hmm. for uh, Styles and Jared, so it's like. Leading into that, are we really going to get top-level yeah. stuff? But, I mean, you can make the argument of, like, well, they we are doing AJ and Dusty and Dusty's, you know, draw or whatever. Yeah, but so I this crossed my mind as well because uh, exactly what you're saying is it's like, are they now going to, like, give us bullshit because we're, like, leading into uh, a potential another very big show? Because if so, I don't think that's a good move. Because you could turn people off by doing that. By, like, a couple yeah. bad shows just to, like, wait. Or are they assuming that people are going to, quote, save their money until, oh, I got to see Jarrett and Styles. I might not buy the next two to three shows. Right. Yes, I do think there is potential that that could be the case. But I still don't think that you need to slack on what's going on. But I don't know. Uh, I think it's uh, pretty interesting, and I think that as we move forward here, I think we have something to look forward to in the future. I'm just a little worried how we're getting there. Uh, I'm very nervous. I'm not very nervous, but this week was a little concerning. Well, yeah, I think that this was kind of a bummer. (laughs) I mean, as far as, like, you know, having that, you know, having... A, a, a kind of a disappointing show. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but I guess that's all I got uh, before I just keep rambling about how, unfortunately, I was also fairly bored during that show. Yeah, that's all um, I got, too. I guess I, I, I'm, I guess I can just say I'm excited for October 22nd. Me, too. It's, it's just unfortunate that that's three weeks away. Yep. I agree with that. <laughs> so... Uh, well, we'll we'll see what they can come up with, I guess. Yeah, I'm also uh, excited about that, but we'll see what happens, just like you said. Um, but, you know, if you've been uh, enjoying our show, 
If you haven't already, give us a review. Leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to the show. Leave us a review. Let us know what you like. Don't tell Bob what you don't like. He's not. He doesn't like that feedback. But I don't like negativity. And uh, like I said, that's why I don't go to the doctor because they're just going to tell me what's wrong with me, and I exactly. want to know what's right with me. Exactly. Uh, and also, if you aren't already, give us a follow over on our Twitter page. We're at Cross the Line TNA, and we're at TNA Cross the Line Pod on Facebook. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel where we upload the podcasts uh, as well as everywhere you like to listen to them. A lot of places to listen to your favorite TNA wrestling podcast. That's right. Uh, and you can read my old written reviews of the stuff that I wrote probably 15 years ago. And my opinions have changed drastically at WrestlingRecaps.com. So Absolutely. <laughs> there's that option as well. But uh, all right, until next week, for Dallas Gridley... I'm Bob Collin Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast.